No, no. No, I was at the end club, right? It was LTJ, LTJ Bookham night, yeah? And in the other room, they had like Grandmaster Kaz. Remember Grandmaster Kaz and that, yeah? So in the, in, um, so I, I'd gone into the, um, cause what it was, was in the, in the main room, it was all very like relaxed, kind of their, their kind of vibe in it, LTJ book and vibe. We had DRS in there and Conrad and whatnot and, and all that crew. And then on the other side, you had like all this old funk music being played, like, and Grandmaster Kaz was DJing and he had like some other legendary DJ or whatever. So I went in there and I was just chilling. And then this geezer, he was sitting next to me. And he pointed to this white girl over um, across the room. He was like, "Yeah, man, uh, yeah, let's let's move to her." And I was <laughs> like, <laughs> "I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean?" He goes, "Come on, man, she's never been with a man like you or me. Let's let's move to her, yeah." Then like later, I'll be dogging her from the back, and she can suck your dick, yeah. And I was like, "I'm not really into her, bro. That's not. She's not my cup of tea, innit?" He was like, "All right, cool, cool, cool. I'll go look for some more, and then I'll come back. I'll come back." I was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah cool." And I, I didn't see it for the rest of the night, innit? Thank God. Well, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, you mean let's? Yeah, like, yeah, there's no let's about it, bro. No. Like, do go do you in it. Leave me yeah, out. Yeah. You do, do it, or I'll do it. We're, yeah. not, we're not gonna go move to it together. But like, why do I need to be in your sexual encounter? I don't understand. Yeah, like, I, I got nothing to do with it. Bro, I never met a guy either. Nah, Maybe that's, that's crazy, what he was man. on. Nah, not Maybe that's, that's what he was on, isn't it? Just going around clubs in London, meeting strangers and fucking them. Okay, that's cool. Thing. Like, if that's your thing, yeah, that's your thing. Uh, Just don't involve me in it. Just leave yeah. me. Let me nod my head to my music, man. That's crazy. Yeah, probably, uh, probably made this clear from the get-go. <laughs> yeah. And this was like, I think this is what, what year was this? 2000 or something? And Grandmaster Kaz was there. And he had, he just brought out a single where he was dissing the guy who nicked his bars, innit? For the Sugar Hill Gang thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big Bang Hank. Jesus yeah, Christ. yeah, 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 and it was like 2000, year 2000, and that was like 1979, innit? I was like, <laughs> I was like, let me buy this tune, innit? And it was like 20, 20 uh, pounds for a vinyl and this tune. And I'll buy like, it, they'd, they'd buy it. Yeah, that's probably worth like, probably worth double that now, man. You should, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I said, I've got a fiver. <laughs> it was the end of the night, man. So I was like, I've got five pounds, innit? Can I have it? And he was like, no, man, 20 pounds. I was like, okay, forget it. Yeah, sorry. Damn. Well, yeah. Welcome to the How You Dear Mate podcast. We are back, almost wasn't back, because a lot of unprofessionalism is going on in the group chat. Mm. Um, as we can see, AC is still eating his dinner. Yeah. Like, I've literally just finished my vegan Cornetto from my dessert. The That's only right. reason I eat dinner nowadays so I can have a dessert. Yeah, what other, what other reason is there? Have yeah, you ever done real. that though? But this is the thing, yeah. My dad Sometimes. used to say you should eat dessert first. And the main course after. It did, that explains a lot, to be honest. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. <laughs> he never it did it. Does. He never did it. But he used to say that would be more logical. Yeah. <laughs> but, but see, to me, I'm an adult in it. So, I'm, so sometimes I'm just like, why do I need to? Yeah. Like, I can just do what I want. But you still, it's, just, it's so ingrained, man. It's, it's like, programmed. It's programmed. I'll eat like, I'll eat like a small dinner, then have an absolute massive pile of like, of pancakes or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Well, you had the dinner. Like, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. I made pancakes the other day. Yeah, on, the, on, on pancake day, innit? Yeah, your pancakes weren't as good as my pancakes, so let's not talk about them. But my pancakes bake, and then the yeah. day after, I made them again. Yeah. What are you yeah, eating for dinner? I had peri peri chicken, 
steamed vegetables and jollof rice. Why are you no. eating vegetables, man? Your parents aren't even there. You don't have to eat your vegetables, you know that. Yeah. Bro, are you mad? You yeah. end up getting bowel cancer. I don't eat vegetables. <laughs> Be careful, but seriously, yeah? No. I know people that haven't eaten vegetables and they got bowel cancer and, and they died. Yeah? Yeah. That's them, man. I'm still not eating vegetables. Be careful. Um, That's all I got to say. Be careful. I'm being careful. careful. Make sure there's no vegetables in my fucking food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Um, we used to have a driver, like Atomic Hooligan used to have a driver, a uh, guy from Swindon, and he, yeah. he he didn't eat anything apart from bars of chocolate and like packets of crisps. Like he's he had dead like, about 14. No, he was like skinny as a what? Of course, he was skinny as a rake. He wasn't fat or anything, mm. but he just it like took in zero nutrients in his food. <laughs> yeah. Because he's only eating carbs and fucking sugar, isn't it? So that's yeah, just keeping him school. going. Like it, like I don't know how he like kind of he was always pretty sleepy, which is quite <laughs> worrying. <laughs> yeah, he's just crashing and burning in it all day. Yeah, yeah. Literally, literally no nutrients. <laughs> Man. And, uh, falling asleep, <laughs> falling asleep on the M25. He's <laughs> like one finger of Twix in his mouth, and he's back up at it again. <laughs> I love the fact that he was your driver as well, the person you yeah. need to be the most alert. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't the driver for very long. Do you know do what? You that, do you remember that guy in Taiwan, like, when we were eating that soup? Do you, <laughs> like, oh, the brain guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 the the puke soup, the shit and piss soup. <laughs> I didn't eat anything else. Like he absorbed absolutely no food in the last six months, just so that he could be authentic. <laughs> no you know, I love, I love how the story changes every time we tell it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like no resemblance to actually what happened, but I don't care because it gets funnier every time. It doesn't matter. Not at all, man. Not at all. Some of the. Tour stories. Um, one of the funniest tour stories ever was I don't even remember what club it was, but that guy, I don't even remember the actual the actual story. All I remember was the punchline is perfect circle, and I don't know how he got to it. What was he trying to draw? He was trying to sell guy, you to draw a circle. This guy was like, "Where you lot from?" He was like, oh, from London. He's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I went to London once. I got kidnapped. They put me in a boot." <laughs> we like, Jesus Christ. Fuck you talking about, man? Fuck <laughs> That's why he'd never go to London again. And we we made up this whole scenario <laughs> where he got kidnapped by Tracy Yemin and turned into like an an, an art, ex- yeah. <laughs> and they just made his 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 mouth touch his asshole, and like oh it was God. called the perfect circle. And he was he was like the raven, <laughs> down and then he came back to Norfolk or where we were, and he's like, "I'm never going back to London again. <laughs> believe what happened to me." <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah, crazy. You do meet some mad people. Um, actually, so I guess people are people are starting to get bookings again now, man. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got any bookings yet, but nah, I got a couple. Got a couple coming. Yeah, but I I don't know, man. I don't know if it's gonna happen or not. Yours for June? June. Uh, Yeah, I'm. I've got like uh, two in June, and then. Some in August, uh, probably looking, but I yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I, the, the June ones, I'm not really sure in it. I'll just see, you know, I'm planning to do a, bir- a birthday boat party as well with um Scoundrel from Rough Tempo. Oh, sick! I love Scoundrel, so, man. So, yeah, man, I'm planning to do that, but he's gonna we're gonna do it on a Sunday. I want to do a fancy dress boat party as well, man. I want to do something special. But he was like, Oh, only the girls are coming fancy dress. I was like, Look, I don't really care, man. It's like just something, just something that's like. Do you know what I mean? A bit special about it. 
end of coronavirus lockdown or whatever. But the only thing I'm thinking of is because I saw the government saying that it's 23% capacity for all these events. So then oh, doing a boat party is not really going to work because you need to get like a certain number of people tickets sold to pay the, off the boat costs yeah, and everything. Yeah. And then it's like as well with the clubs, if it's only 23%. <laughs> that won't that won't bother me. That's normal. What? We got, I'm going to double my capacity. <laughs> I'm going to double the, my capacity. But the crowd. thing is... <laughs> yeah, for a UK hip-hop crowd, that's good news. <laughs> yeah, you know true, a UK hip-hop Elijah crowd. I'm like, wait, the government said more of you have to come. <laughs> but the thing is if, if it wasn't that if it wasn't a 23% capacity I think it, these these events would be really good because it's, people are just mad to, to have have a blast in it to go out yeah, so yeah. but you know that's that's the only thing that's making me think hmm but then I'm like I'll, okay I'll do it but then if anything is saying that you can't do it then obviously just postpone the date the tickets are sold anyone who wants a refund you refund them but otherwise just postpone it until you can do it and then you know well, what was yeah. it? What was the date that they said that all restrictions? Twenty first. Oh no, twenty first of June is where they're saying when, events are allowed to happen again. But yeah, August, then all restrictions is like yeah. or something like that. August, August was the one where like big festivals can happen and shit. <clears throat> yeah, because I've seen a load of festivals like they uh, Barry Ashworth has just announced like the uh, the Mucky Weekender Festival again and stuff. So leads yeah. yeah. my back on as well. Yeah. 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 There's 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 definitely things being announced i just put on facebook a little while ago like i've seen various like kind of uh promotional videos for like events and festivals and stuff mm -hmm. like that and every single one of them there's like a really artistic kind of cool shot of someone going like that with like a, a hand sanitizer pump and then oh, going oh. <laughs> I, actually, I, I actually think it's pretty smart that they're including that in the yeah. in the promotional video yeah. i think it's a good it. idea they must have seen the Vision Express adverts, isn't it? Where they're like, we usually clean our stuff really well, but we're going to clean it even better now when you come in. We have used to do my shit, we're going to do it properly now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not rolling, man. I'm not rolling. I'm not rolling. Somebody, somebody's, I mean, you should have been cleaning it properly in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Don't bullshit me, man. Don't bullshit me. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see what happens, man. Hopefully... But then there's like, like they're saying, oh yeah, everyone's going to get vaccinated by a certain time and everything. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And then, and then obviously there's going to be a whole lot of people that don't want to get vaccinated. And then what are they going to? What is it going? It's going to be vaccine, vaccine passport business. Yeah. For for the majority of pretty much everything, that's how it's going. That's how it's going to go, man. Yeah. Like, you ain't got. Yeah, I mean they had that. They had that super fast testing kind of stuff, like the the gates in between events and and all that kind of stuff where. <clears throat> you went, you were sectioned off, you got tested really quickly. Yeah. And then, like if you were if you were clear, you could go into the rave. And isn't like, it a 20, 20, 20 minutes though? It takes, doesn't it? it it's something? 20 minutes. But mate, when every time I do my uh every time I do my my test down in Luton, they've sent me a text message within half an hour. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Because then people were saying, Oh, how feasible is that when you've got queues That's of people? Saying. You got a queue of people, there one person's got it. Now everyone in that queue has, has been, um, I guess, exposed to it. So yeah, yeah. it all falls apart, man. Yeah. I don't think, I don't it's think a bit, I, I think what's going to happen is soon, the government's going to say, you know what, we can't fucking cope with this. Just go out and if you die, you just stay at home. Don't go to the hospital, just die. That's what, that's what they wanted before, man. That's what yeah. they really wanted before. And but, I guess but before when he was saying they're not herd immunity, he was like thinking that people will still be able to go to hospital and it wouldn't get over, over, What's the word? Flood, like flooded with patients and shit. Yeah. But then he got proved wrong. 
But then now I think they'll just be like, if you've got COVID, we, we can't even give you a bed. We can't put you on a machine. You just got to die <laughs> or live. It's, your, it's up to your body. That's what I think will happen. If, if, if all these new strains are just mutating all over the place and then the vaccine doesn't even work and shit, do you know what I mean? So they'll be just like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. I, I, to be fair, I guess that's that would make a lot more people happy, to be fair. Because yeah, yeah. in their hands, innit? they can just do what the fuck they want. Do you know yeah. what? I'm, I'm having no more conversation, like kind of COVID yeah. conversations with anyone. Like, yeah. I've, I've banned it. I'm not, I'm, I don't mind. It's good to talk about it on here, but like any conversations that someone's not like to start with me with COVID, I just like, shh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to talk to you about it anymore. Like, it's, I'm so no. over it. I Do you have it? No, I it. ain't got it. So we ain't going to talk about it. Like, I mean, no. have, you, have you had it? Did you have it at all? No. Yeah. You had it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So I've I've had it. So then they were saying um that now they're saying that one dose of the Pfizer vaccine is all you need if you've already had it. So right. uh, I don't know, just because usually you have one and then you have a repeat one, isn't it? Like ten weeks yeah, later yeah. or something. I'll tell you who yeah. does have COVID, um, mm-hmm. who we hope gets well very soon, is um uh Mamiya Abu Jamal. Oh shit. Yeah, man, free Mamiya. So, uh, oh shit! Yeah, saw, really? Yeah, I saw my um, post that um, stick uh, stickman put up. Mm. And he was just saying, um, "Yeah, free my meal, get him out of there, get him the, the fuck." The it's mad that people are getting it in prison, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. I heard the Kent variant is sweeping through America now as well. The hell? Yeah, how the fuck did that happen? How the, but I think it's because business people are still going to America and just not yeah, quarantining, yeah. isn't it? There's yeah. still been travel, like business travel and stuff like that. Mm. People are still yeah. traveling around. Like fucking Luton Airport, there's still like, there's still flights going out there regularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bit mad, isn't it? Yeah, because see mad. Nigel Farage got caught today lying about uh, about the the um, the refugees in Dover. Yeah. What was he saying? <clears throat> fucking he said that the ref- he said that refugees had... had- Brought over some COVID and then they were like, no, none of them tested. They're all, yeah. they're all clean, mate. So what a fucking dick. His tweet was, there's a boat arrived at Dover with 12, uh, 12, mig- um, 12 refugees in and they yeah. tested positive for COVID. And it's like, number one, how the fuck would you know that? They, like, they, don't, they don't make that like, like public. public knowledge, yeah. yeah. Num- number two, like the home office, for fuck's sake. I mean, underneath him, it took the home office to come in underneath him and say, uh, this is incorrect. Like, Well, that's good that they fucking did that. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, you know, you'd expect... Usually, a lot of the time, they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, fuck it. Let's let him just say what the fuck he wants. Yeah. Just stir up hatred, innit? But, yeah. but um, I guarantee that um, Pretty Patel, she was probably pissed off that they said that, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, whoever tweeted it, she's probably like, oh, you bastards. Because <laughs> <laughs> even, though, even though he was cussing her, like, they're on the same fucking team, innit? They're both... Yeah, 100%. Both oh, what, was Nigel Farage cussing her? Yeah, because he yeah. was saying, like, she should do more, whatever. And it's like, oh. trust me, she's doing as much as she possibly can to get yeah. everybody out. The Has she kicked her own parents out of the country yet or not? Probably not, but... She probably would if she... Because would if she could. Yeah, it would make her more popular with the fucking gamut. Of course, of course she would. Uh, of course she would. But, like... Oh, shit! <laughs> you, know that, you know that word, the gamut thing, yeah? Mm. Who the fuck made that up, man? The gamut. I, mean, <laughs> I was reading about it a few weeks ago, and my, my recollection is a bit off, but... Uh, it came about in 2012 to describe what happened in 2012. Some, I th- I th- if there Olympics? was a in 2012 or something like that, <laughs> it came about to describe the, yeah. the, the colour that 
uh, old white men's faces turn when they get angry about immigration and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, because I was thinking it's a bit deep. I thought they was calling all white people gammons or something. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? That's a bit deep, isn't it? I was like, come on, man. And then, um, so I wouldn't really use the G word. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, nah, I ain't really use that, man. But then, like, um, you know, if you're explaining it like that, then okay, it kind of makes sense. But hey, I, I, I wouldn't usually say this, but I'll give you, I'll give you white person permission to use it. To use the G word, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can the say gammon, gammon till the cows come home, mate. Till the gammon home. Do you like eating eating gammon? Do you like the taste of gammon? I've been eating gammon in about fucking fifteen years. I stopped eating pork years ago, didn't I? Before I became yeah. um, uh, before I became a vegetarian. But no, nah, even then, I didn't like. I fucking hate pork. Gammon's weird, isn't it? Because it's like salty, like bacon, but it's thick. It's horrible, man. It just, it reminds me of like Sundays with boiled vegetables and yeah. gammon, like horrible, like... School I, I, dinners, we used to have gammon sometimes at school dinner, innit? Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. School yeah. dinners, yeah. That cheap school dinners with the shit gravy. Like it, the only, the only like uh, pork I used to eat was bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ribs. There's like certain ribs, you can have some banging ribs rib. sometimes. No? There's certain meat that I'm just not eating, yeah. Gammon's mm. one of them. Like, mm. roast beef. I'm just not eating. Like, Are anything that's just... Nah, man, this is like... Why would you have roast beef when you can have steak? And I don't even like steak yeah. that much. I'm yeah. like, why would I have steak when I can have burgers? Like, yeah. I'm just... There's certain things... It all, yeah, it all depends. The thing is... What with, about with burgers when I can have frazzles? There <laughs> you go. And they're vegan as well. And burger rings. Why would I have... Burgers when I can have burger rings. Crisp, chocolate, and cider. That's all you need, man. Come but it all, it all depends on how you do it, though, isn't it? Like that's the thing with meat. Like even what they they those people said, the vegan um, guys, when they're saying you know meat actually you can um, uh, replicate its taste just by seasoning um, other things. Because meat don't taste like nothing. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Apart like, from bacon, so, like yeah, so yeah, it's only like anything like. Yeah, it's only good it's the seasoning. Or the seasoning, yeah, 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 for real. Yeah, yeah. So you could just have something else. Like, that's why, you know when they're saying that they, the scientists have found uh, the um, how they can just replicate meat and build it from... Yeah. They, they've found what the molecules are and they just put it together and, and they just build it. Yeah. And then you can have 3D printers printing you out slabs of meat, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And fuck it, I'll eat that. I don't give a fuck. I'd rather eat that than kill a fucking animal. Yeah, well, that, um, well that's, that, that's been the... Because... They've got this, whatever it is, this enzyme that they can yeah. grow meat from. And yeah. it's medical because it's never actually been a living thing. It's never had like, yeah. it's never had feelings and it's never had. Yeah, blood. I'll eat that. Well, that's what that, that un unbelievable burger or something, whatever it's called, is it? Unreal. And, and is that unreal burger? Is it? Yeah, the one that bleeds. They, I feel it's unreal or something. But they do yeah. that. Um, there's a place in Pop-Up Brixton that do it. They do the, I went there and got a burger once. It was all right, man. Like yeah. it wasn't. I don't know. You can say it's not like it's not meat, but at the same time, yeah, not something you're like, oh, this is nasty. It's just like, yeah, yeah it is what it is, man. It tastes yeah. like, it's okay. If you went to someone's house and that was they sold you it was a real beef burger and you ate it, mm. you'd be like, okay, it's pretty. But the, again, it's the stuff around it. It's like the bun, it's the fucking, yeah, yeah. the salad, yeah. the sauce, all that shit. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a place called I think it's called Greenage in Luton, and they do. Uh, it's, I think it's like a Satan burger. I'm not actually sure what it is. I'm a Satan burger? No, Satan. What's that? It's kind of like tofu. It's like another... It's the oh, tofu, okay. man. The, devil, see, like the lefty devil's trying to get you to not eat meat. Meat <laughs> from, from God. 
And so, Tan, I've just made a connection. Veganism's <laughs> <laughs> evil. Lefties. Um, yeah. How much is it? £6.66. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, and that, you wouldn't know, you wouldn't know the difference that it wasn't me. Like you would have no idea because, as Jen said, it's got the meat, it's got the vegan cheese on it, it's got the. I tell you what, there's some fucking banging. I I did used to miss bacon, and I found like the. I think it's called De- again Devil's Kitchen. I think it's called. Um, like uh, what kind of? Is it, I don't think it's totally something. I can't remember what it is. Made from babies. Bacon. Made from fetuses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's made from um, adrenal, adrenal glands. No, it's made from like the, oh, maybe it is, but it's made from <laughs> adrenochrome. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's made from the same stuff as they make um, corn from. Like okay. that, oh, like, yeah. Like protein or whatever it is. Right. You know, and they put this in this burger as well. But with that and the gherkins and the vegan cheese, and you're eating it and you yeah. wouldn't know that it's not a real burger. I challenge anybody to say that it's not a real burger. Yeah. Fucking mad, man. It's really nice. Yeah. It's KFC. KFC really are doing. Um, <laughs> What are they doing now? The vegan bucket in it in America. See, I fuck with that. Yeah, I, yeah, I had a vegan though? burger. But this is the thing. I'm upset here, and this is yeah. another reason why I, I hate fucking vegans and vegetarians. Yeah, because when I was a vegan and vegetarian, no one gave a fuck, man. I had to eat some fucking rancid shit. Like it was nothing <laughs> for me. No one gave a fuck. All I got yeah was Terry taking a piss out of me and fucking no good food anywhere. So now I'm just like, you know what, man. You know what you should have done? What you should have done, Jim, was uh, when you were a vegan, yeah? Because yeah. you you live near Watford and that, innit? You should have yeah. gone to the Harry Krishna temple yeah. and I went there. asked yeah. them for recipes. No, it was good. They, yeah, they, they were all right. I went to, I used to go to those places all the time. I remember one time. Did they yeah. give you recipes and that? No, nah, I didn't ask them recipes. I ate the food, bruv. I'm not a fucking chef, AC. Yeah, you should right. ask. No, but you should ask them for recipes, innit? I ain't cooking for shit, like, uh, I, ain't, I cook while I cook, <laughs> But um, I remember one time, yeah, one time when I was like proper on, on my vegetarian shit and I found this, um, like, I think that like, I was, obviously I was with Corin and I found this um, restaurant that had like these crazy reviews, yeah? I think it was Indian food, um, but it was a vegetarian restaurant. And I, I like, you know, it was looking for places where you can actually both go and eat good food. And like, we went there and then I was like, she's like, is this vegetarian? I was like, yeah. Fuck this shit. Like, I'm not fucking eating it. <laughs> <laughs> well, she didn't like it. We didn't, didn't even try the food. She's like, nah, I'm not eating. I'm not eating vegetarian. And I was like, oh, oh why? Right. Don't want to eat vegetarian food. Oh, <clears throat> there's some banging like, like kind of vegetarian uh, Indian restaurants around. He's tried that place in Harrow, Sakonis. Yeah, uh, Sakonis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one by the by um, near the cinema? Near the cinema. Yeah. Near oh, that, oh, sorry, yeah, the old one. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. Next that to Blockbusters, good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that place is good, man. There's another place as well, um, near North, North Harrow Station. I can't remember what it's called, but they do vegans, vegan restaurant, um, it's an Indian vegan, but they do like super cheap lunches, man. The lunch mm. was like something like four pounds or something. Bearing in mind, we spend, t- uh, like, when we're out working, we spend like 10 pounds on lunch. Mm. Yeah, they always are. Like, it's they... like four quid. It's like, yeah, and they yeah. gave you loads of food as well. See. Like you go and get one of those like docis, like they're fucking massive yeah. and they're full of filling. Yeah. And yeah. they're like three pound fifty, three pounds or something like that. That's I, more I, than enough. I literally had it for lunch and for dinner. I was like, this is a, this is a lot. I was like, this is like this is lunch, yeah. Like this is only like four quid. It was it was something stupid, like four or three pounds. But um, there's a place like that just off like <clears throat> at the top of Curtain Road in in just by Old Street. 
and you go up there and it's, I think it's like a bookshop in the front and you go down the back yeah. and they got like five hot plates and it's the different curries every day. Oh, and you just go, right, that one, that one, that one, and that one. And they fill it up and it's like five quid and it lasts you for fucking days. You know that the thing with vegan food though, like you just got to make sure you're getting the protein in that as well, isn't it? Like some no, people, they just this is no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Right, go on, like, go on. You talk this shit, I... then, I'll, then I'll give you the facts after. Go on, go on. No, 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 because <laughs> like, so you got to make sure you, you like, if you're gonna have just the vegetable, you got to make sure you got the chickpeas and the and the dal stuff, like the what do they make that lentils and all that in it? Then that's got like protein in it, isn't it? But then what what else has got like if you're just having any anything anything green peas anything yeah. like peas. yeah peas yeah 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 peas yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah true how much protein do you think you need a day I don't know fuck no isn't it there I we go eat, then. Like... so you don't even know how much protein you need no, like, but I'm oh, just saying I'm just saying yeah like, like, listen no 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 wait 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 wait, wait. I'm just saying because my dad's a vegan yeah yeah and he fucking lost loads of weight when you like he just fucked yeah okay so. Um, oh, I, I've never lost weight. I put weight on. So, so yeah. So, like, I, but obviously he was slim all, always. But then when he's a vegan, he's like lost bare weight, and then also he got vitamin B deficiency and all that kind of stuff. That's so cool. That, all I'm protein, saying is, yeah. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying you've got to make sure you're getting the like what you said about the green peas and all that kind of stuff. You've got to make sure they're included, isn't it? Like, or, protein or at least, is the least. The only time you need to worry about protein is if you're yeah. a growing baby or yeah. an, or a really old person. Then you yeah. might have to worry about getting enough protein. Oh, like, okay, yeah. Enough protein. You're talking about if you're getting 20 grams a day, yeah, mm. you're doing fine. Like, oh, really? Because like, I, I always see them fucking um, them health people, like fitness trainers and all that shit, saying, mm. "Oh, you got to have fucking yeah this much protein of a course. day and all this shit." Because they're selling the shit to you. So obviously, you're gonna yeah. say you got to have this much shit. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's so dumb. And it's but funny. The thing is, I do, I do like if I have a if I have a, like a. <clears throat> a meal that hasn't got like a significant amount of protein in it. Mm. It the meal feels different. I don't feel satisfied. It, okay, is it the protein or is it the lack of fat and fiber? Because that's another thing as well. Because you can eat a, a meal of pure protein yeah. and still not feel satisfied. You can right. eat, you eat a bunch of eat egg whites. Like sit down and get as many egg whites as you want. I guarantee you, by the end of it, you're you, you're not going to be like, oh, I just had a good meal. It don't no, feel I'll the same. Eat all over the floor. There you go. Or you eat yeah. porridge. Porridge feels very different. There's no protein. Porridge is protein. I love protein. Protein is in porridge, yeah. It's, but it's a little... It's, it's not... It's, it's, it's like not 12, 12 grams of protein per 100 gram serving. So it's not really... It's like... You know what I mean? It's not nothing really to talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? But it's got way more fibre. So that's what... Um, and plus you're having it with milk, which has fat in mm. as well. So that's what yeah. you get. These, when I was... Um, so when I used to work out, when I was a, um, a bodybuilder person... There were times here when I would have 300 grams of protein a day for yeah. eight. Like I would do that all the time. And it was like, yeah, that's what you have to have to keep your muscle. Then what I did was um, around the time, one of the years when I was kind of stopping, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my protein all the way down and see how much muscle I lose. So I took my protein down to, there were some points where I was doing like 10 grams or 25 grams a day. Literally lost zero muscle. It made no difference at all. Mm. So it's like, it, it, again, it's like what's bioavailable. How much? How much is your body going to use? Your body doesn't really use protein that much because mm. because to, for your body, protein is important, but it's only a small amount. It's it's yeah, like yeah. you talking about you you driving a car. How much electricity does your car need? It don't really need that much. It gets it from the battery. What it really needs is fucking fuel. 
You ain't got no fuel. That shit's gonna stop real quick. And that's mm. the thing people don't think of. The most important nutrient is fiber. But that's a whole that's a whole another podcast. You know How I mean? much fiber is there in a lint, salty caramel, dark chocolate? Bar? <laughs> Fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't feel good after. <laughs> <laughs> right, fiber is fiber is the most important nutrient. Um, when you're talking about what you should be getting a day, and most people, there's, even... there's fiber. There's plenty of fiber in like wholemeal bread, in there. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, and and really and truly, like the fiber is kind of like it's not just when you talk about sugar. Sugar's like an anti-nutrient. So when you ingest sugar, sugar really just does more damage to your body than it's ever going to do good. Whereas fiber is the opposite. So fiber in in everything in nature where there's sugar, the fiber's always there with it because what fiber does. It um, neutralizes the effects of what sugar does to your body, which is why the most uh, think of sugar cane. Sugar cane has the most sugar in. The cane is the most fibrous thing you can find. It's, mm. it's fucking bamboo. So, and it's made to be eaten together. It's not made for you to just take drain the sugar out of it. Mm-hmm. And it. You know what I mean, in, in in nature, wherever you see the poison, you always have the cure. So, whatever's whatever, if there's a bad something that's bad for you in nature, it will give you what's going to help you as well. Wow, well, yeah, man. Yeah, sugar cane banging when you get it like it's just staring. Yeah. Someone yeah. put a picture up um, of Brixton, old Brixton, and it had like uh Woolworths, it had red records, it had blacker dread. I was just like, the market, man, that's my error, man. Walking through there, get some sugar cane to, to stop me from crying while mum's doing her shopping. Yeah, those were the good old days, man. Uh, when's the last time you've been to Brixton? Um, to shoot the G video, I think that was what that was. So last year, sometime. Yeah, right. I don't go. I don't really go Brixton. I I don't have any friends in Brixton. Like no. apart from, I don't mean to sound offensive. Obviously, I do have some friends in Brixton, but no one that I'm going to people's houses to really chill out in. All yeah, my yeah. family live in. They live in Herne Hill, that little way away, or Tiles Hill. So I'm not really in Brixton. If I'm in Brixton, it's it's for work or. It seemed like I was in Brixton every single weekend for about two years. And then mm. I just haven't been in ages. Mm. Like the last time I, I think the last time I was in Brixton was not last December gone, December before when I played at that, uh, played at Shawnee T's like album launch night. See. I haven't been back in ages. Like, for the last time I was there was like last, yeah, last time I was there was last January to yeah. do the fucking to do this rave, isn't it? Uh, electric. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I used to yeah. play in Brixton at least twice a month. One of, like, uh, uh, electric or the mass or bug bar or or whatever. I was always there at some point. It's fucking mad. Like, it's happen like, again, though. It's all, like I'm saying, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, as soon yeah, as it opens well, back up, everyone... Pandemic and all that kind of stuff. Man. haven't been there in ages. I need to are you, are you? Do you feel any trepidation about going back to doing uh, events, or are you happy with doing it? Um, I don't know. I'm not really bothered. Once I get the vaccine, I'm not mm. going to be bothered, man. No. I'm, just, I'm just about. I just kind of. I'm over being stuck inside now. Yeah. Um, and I'm a person who doesn't have a problem being stuck inside, but at the moment, yeah. I'm just like. And also as well, I kind of want to see what it does, how it affects the, the music. Like streams have been down. I want to see my streams go back up, man. Like mm. I want to see that. I want to see the money come back up. So it, it's. I, I want to know what happens when everyone when they open the floodgates. If we go back, if there's shows, if there's way more shows than there were before, if people are way more outgoing than they were before, the way people are talking about, it, they're like, "Yo, once we leave, we ain't never coming home again." And that's kind of the way I feel. And I want to be. I want to. What be do like, they mean by that? Means I ain't never coming mean? home. Once they let me out. 
and yeah. shows are on. I want to be doing shows every fucking night. I want to be traveling the country, oh. doing shows in Europe. Yeah, wanna... don't man. You get tired of that pretty quick. That's cool. I'll be. I'll get yeah. when I get tired. I'm old, man. So I'll get tired super quick. But when I do get tired, <laughs> then I come home. But I'm. I feel like yeah. that this year, the year that I've lost, I'm trying to make back up, man. Yeah, I don't miss the driving. I just don't miss the long drives. Yeah. That's fuck. Like I did. I went and did rough tempo yesterday, and then fucking my tire popped. And then, <laughs> you, do you know what I mean? All that fucking bullshit. But luckily there was. Then like I was, I was, I come out of the state. I was like um, trying to get the jack, got the jack out. Me and this guy, we were trying to um, jack the car up. He's turning it, and then he broke the, the thing. Broke off the jack, yeah. Oh my! So then the jack was fucked. I'd phone the RAC, but they're saying five hours, yeah. Oh so, my! So days. then, luckily, 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 um, Stars and Thieves were there. They had a jack in their car, so we managed to jack it up there. And then and that jack broke as well. <laughs> no, no. Luckily, theirs didn't break. They got one of those new ones where you haven't got to do the stupid. You know, my one is one where you had to put that little hook thing and then turn the fucking thing around, yeah. But their one had had a turner on it already, in it, uh-huh. so it built into it. So that's cool. And then there's, um, I was thinking the tire because the last time I tried to get a tire off, it was fucking seized up onto the fucking car, innit? Right. So the RAC had to come and just hammer it off, yeah. So, so then I'm thinking, fuck, yeah. But then luckily. Two other guys were there who who were um they're both mechanics or whatever, they managed to just get it off. So I was like, oh wicked. So then I drove home. But all that fucking rigmarole, man, I was doing that every fucking day and all that bullshit. So now I'm just like, can I fucking be bothered to go back? This is the thing though, there's one thing I'm never doing. I'm never going back to doing everything changes. Like mm. the way we used to do business, the way we used to do shows, I'm not doing that ever again. So yeah. um, and even if I do, it's gonna be like a real limited time just because I want if I go on if I go on tour with you lot it's because I want to hang out with you lot and it will literally be a couple of dates up and down the country but I'm not mm. going to be doing going all around the country like a madman I'm not doing mm. you're, you're not going to see me in a club doing club shows like I'm just not doing that the closest mm. you might get get me seeing me doing that will be like jazz cafe mm-hmm. for someone else's but I'm, I'm not doing none of that anymore like nah. the before, before well, you'd rather happened. do day, daytime or early evening shows. Early you know evening what? concerts, man. Like you come, you, you finish work, you finish work at fucking five or six. You come to the show seven o'clock. You grab a drink. Showtime is eight o'clock. We're done by ten o'clock, mate. You know what I mean? You're fucking home in bed at eleven. You get me? Like that's to me. That's the way I want to. I want to do things. I just. Don't, I just don't want to do things the way I was doing it before. And I already had that in mind before all this happened. But now this is just like proper, just solidified. Like, yeah. See, I was talking to my mate Joe um, from uh, you know Sigma, as in like the big, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah big drum and bass pop guys. Yeah. Um, he. Uh, I was just chatting. Like I connected with him on on Instagram the other day. Weirdly enough, we weren't following each other, so we had like a little chat, and um, he was like are you looking forward to getting back and doing shows? And I was like, I can't, I pretty much like retired from doing like any international stuff at the end of 2019. I said that I definitely wasn't going to be doing it anymore because it's, I don't, I just don't want to be running between airports and going to fucking clubs, having 10 minutes in the, in the hotel to get ready and then not sleeping and then fucking coming back and then getting into the Academy and stuff like that. Uh, and then, but now that's all I want to do. Because I have it. It's a difference between like kind of 
choosing not to do it and being forced not to do it. Yeah. And I feel like I've been forced not to do it this year. Like, yeah. all I want to do is get on a plane, go to a country, like, uh, uh, go to a club, get absolutely shit-faced, like, party in the crowd, play a set, go to an after-party, like, crawl back into my hotel at, like, 10 minutes before checkout time and then hustle to get back to the airport <laughs> to go to another one. Like, that's that's all I want to, that's all I want to do now. Like, yeah. But I mean, we will, we'll, you know, now because you like over this lockdown period, have you found your sleep patterns gone uh, more regulated or what? It's, no, it, not at all. It, not, it, no. it's quite regular, but it's fucked. Like, so, so for now, right now, it's coming up to 10 o'clock. Yeah. Hmm. I'm good. I know I'm, I'm trying to get to bed before two o'clock. That's what I'm aiming for. I'm I've like, got about another 15 minutes in me, if I'm honest. Like, but <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe was saying that, like, he, like, and he was doing big, big tours. Like, he was doing big stuff, like, yeah. the big festivals, like, the big... And he was saying, like, he... Because he got COVID as well. Like, Sounds he ended fun. up getting really fucking harsh, like, last March. Um, so, like, he's still got it now. And he was saying that all the way running up to that... He was hating it, like he not hating it, but he really didn't want to do it anymore. He wanted yeah. to turn it back on touring and and just not do it, like really calm down, get in the studio more. But again, because he's been forced to do that, all he wants to do now is get out in the summer and, and do those big shows again. It's fucking mm. mad how the how the mind works, really. Like when we're mm. forced to do something, when we're forced to slow down, it's a very different thing to like you choosing to do it. Like yeah, because me, I, I don't know, man. I I don't really know if I'm really bothered about going back to normal. I'm not. I'm not bothered. Yeah. I'm not bothered. Like I don't know if I'm if I'm re- like because yeah, I enjoy it's doing raves and whatever. And it's, and been, I, it's been longer than a year. Like a year's a long time. You, you yeah. create new yeah. habits in that time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Create yeah. new norm for yourself. There's all this different kind of stuff that now we've been living this life, give or take, for like the last year, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, the yeah. bit. I mean, I, I do definitely different. It's not like I want to stay like this for the rest of my life, but like mm. the beginning of it was actually like kind of kind of cool, like sitting in the house and mm. getting shit done. And see, I never even got to do that. I've just worked the whole fucking time. I yeah. had two jobs. I was alright. Say that again. I was working from home. Yeah, yeah. Like the only time I got to stay at home was when I had fucking um, I had to isolate one time because you know, like someone I knew had it. So I had to isolate and then I didn't get it. And then the next time I had to stay at home when I had it. So that's it. Yeah, right. Other than that, I've just been out every fucking day. So I don't know, It's man. really weird though, man. It's, it, it just feels really different. Like the, when we first went into lockdown, the, the things I'm doing now are pretty much exactly the same, mm. but it just, it just feels different. Like at first it was like a thing. It was like, mm. oh, I can't go out. Now it's so, like I say, it's so normal. I haven't left the house today. Mm. And it hasn't felt like anything different. I'm just so used to doing that now. It's like, yeah, yeah. what it is. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. So how are you? Are you doing exercise at home and stuff like that? Fuck, like, fuck I am. No. Exercise. Oh, see, see. Nah, mate. I've been making sure I get like the steps, like walks, like 10,000 steps, all that bullshit every day. Steps today. Yeah. yeah. And I've been going jogging. I've been going jogging and shit. 13 fucking thousand steps. 13,000 steps. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I even stand up most days. Like, yeah. I fucking get up to go to the fucking toilet. Yeah, yeah. And to go to the fridge. Yeah. And then I'm back on the couch. See, see, see. But I, I do I do miss um, working out. Mm. But to me, but to me, I'm just kind of like, once once they open the gym back up and I can, and once it's a bit more sunny now, mm. then I'll get back on it. 
Like, I mean, I don't. I, I never really enjoyed working out or doing anything. So I, I don't know. Like, I'm still like the same. I don't really enjoy doing anything. I'm just existing. I just live until mm. I die. That's mm. how I feel. Like, like you know, like I'll eat, but it's only just because it's got to fuel myself. I'm not really bothered. Do you know what I'm saying? And You're then living like, the I'll, life, AC. You're living. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll, the reason I go and work is so I can pay bills. Yeah. yeah? And I found that having a job, having mm. doing work, has given me that. Um, what's the word? Purpose. Purpose to yeah to pay bills to to survive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's it. And I, like if I didn't have a job, yeah, yeah. then I wouldn't be I, I'd be fucked because I wouldn't I wouldn't be I just wouldn't be bothered to do anything. So having to have to have to get up in the morning to go and do stuff that's actually been good for me. Yeah, I actually okay. I get what you're saying. I get you're kind of putting it in a, in a quite um a dark depressive way. Yeah. You're, you're just like I only eat, so I don't fucking I eat yeah for fuel. Yeah. I only breathe, so I don't fucking die. Like yeah. I only work, so I can pay his fucking bills. Yeah, I, yeah. I, but, I don't go to the toilet is because someone won't explode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, but but I do I, I do feel like purpose is really important. And it's really yeah. important to have a to have a purpose. Um, and I've said this many times on this podcast. The fact yeah. that I've given myself this goal this year of putting the songs out every week, that's that's where the the kind of joy of happiness, that's the hope yeah. that comes. Because every week it's like, oh, is this gonna be the song that everyone goes, Ooh, is this gonna be the one? Mm. Um, and just having that is is kind of like a is fun enough, like kind of getting a response and stuff like that. Yeah. Is cool. I've got another thing I'll be starting next week or the week after. Um, start. I'm going to start actually documenting where we're going and then put out a documentary at the end of the year, hopefully. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, eh, okay. I mean, my, my purpose is just to pay bills, really. Like, when I look at my life at the moment, yeah. it's just to literally just pay bills and then be able to watch watch some TV and go to sleep. So what would you do? What would you do if you, if you won the lottery, yeah? Yeah. Would that be a good thing or a bad thing? Because I know. Oh, that would be wicked, bad. man. That would be wicked yeah. for me. See, for yeah. me, it'd be the worst thing. All right, so why would it be good for you? Break it down. So, Cause... win the lottery, yeah. You win two hundred and fifty mm. million. Yeah, yeah. You're set for life, basically. Yeah. Then what are you doing? You ain't got to pay no bills. So, what's the what's the life look like now? Well, I'd be just do, I'd, I'd be doing what I enjoy in it. I'd just be like, um, I'd work still, that? but say that again. What is that? What do you enjoy? Oh, I'd be doing the music and I'd be doing art. I'd be doing doing drawing again, getting yeah. into that. And maybe I'd be um, writing book or something like that and then maybe start directing some films. Would you put... Oh, that's, that's pretty sick. That's pretty much yeah. saying what I would do. Would you put, yeah, let's, let's say, so you've got 250 mil. Yeah. Would you put, yeah, like five mil into a music project, knowing you're not going to get that money back? You're just doing it for yourself. Like... Oh, um... I don't know. I don't know, man. I'd, I'd obviously like what I would do is if if I don't know if it's if it's like what you mean someone else's or my own music. No, your own music, your own album. You got a five mil budget. Yeah, yeah. Like you know what I mean. You could you're gonna. If I yeah, I mean, end of the day, yeah. If I'm if I'm that would be yeah. I fuck it. I'll do it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Mm. I think I think I'd do the same as well, man. I think I'd do the same. Because then that would be the the budget that we've never had, isn't it? So yeah, we could yeah, at yeah. least at least have a go and see what what we could do with what we've never had the chance to do. Yeah. If you Sorry. if you had two hundred and fifty million, AC, yeah. would you uh, would you either get a new chair or would you buy some WD forty for that one? <laughs> <laughs> Is it making noise yet? Yeah? 
Oh yeah, it is fucking hell. I've got some WD forty in the car. I'll, I'll spray it. In, oh, That's a good shit. idea, man. But I got this chair for free. I bet you yeah. did. Yeah, I won it. I won it in a competition. Wait, no, stop. Tell the story, bro. How do you win a chair in a competition? Tell the story. I can't remember. I must have just entered it, and then someone knocked on my door, and and I opened it. And there's a delivery man with a chair. I didn't even remember entering. He's like, "Yeah, you want a you want a chair?" I was like, "I'll oh, see." So that's just funny. I and then there's a government get you. Competitions. That's how the government. That's how the government get you, man. They got, they got a fucking microphone in that shit. Yeah, maybe. Some guy with a fake moustache on turns up and goes, "You want a chair?" Like, <laughs> uh, and I, I want a TV as well. One time, yeah, that's, that's really sick. I didn't even know I entered that either. They just brought a TV <laughs> to my yard. Bro, the Illuminati got you, man. Yeah, yeah this is this skip. We need more microchips in this house. They want to say he won a competition. <laughs> <laughs> Given that that's box a, of celebrations. That's a good point, actually. That's a good point. <laughs> celebrations, you can see them. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas time. Oh yeah, you've won this. You've won this competition. <laughs> for this, uh, this painting of the Mona Lisa. Uh, well, I, I got eyes or anything. <laughs> I got digestives in there. Oh, keep the biscuits in there. Yeah, man. Keep the biscuits in there. Keep the biscuits in nice. there, man. Uh, so what the fuck's been going on this week, man? Um, no, what has been going on this week? I haven't, I haven't fucking put my head above water this week at all. Um, News-wise, I haven't got a fucking clue. Mm. What in, in, well, Kim Kardashian's breaking up with Kanye West or something, isn't it? That's like Just for this divorce or something? Is that two weeks ago? Yeah. Oh. yeah. I, I gave him, I wrote a note already, man. I said, yo, Kim, hold your head. Yeah. You know I mean, just, you, just be, be good out there. I said, Kanye, bro. You know what I mean, hold your head, man. I, I love you like a brother. You're like family to me. Yeah. I mean, look after those. Look after my good kids, and uh, let's keep it popping. Yeah, yeah. See, see, see. Yeah, there's been there's been no like big, big fucking mad shit popping yeah. up where someone's getting cancelled in it this week that I've seen. Nah, so. I did have a weird one actually. Talking about it. it's always on my Twitter page. Yeah, so some guy must have put, men, it's okay to be masculine. Right. So you know, yeah. you know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy is like, I don't know how I got in the conversation with this guy, just chatting bare shit. And I was like, so is it okay for guys to also be feminine? And he's mm. like, yeah. So I was like, well, what, give me what's one feminine trait, what's one masculine trait? And he just couldn't do it. He just no. couldn't give me, I was like, like what? Like, Football shopping. <laughs> <laughs> what is a, what is a masculine trait? What is a masculine trait? I don't know. Like what? What? I, because anything you could think of, you could fight. Like if I say, ah, oh, um, fighting, fighting's a masculine trait. Ronda Rousey would kick my fucking head in. Like yeah. Felice Herring would kick my head in. There's a whole bunch of I. These are just professional fighters. There's a bunch of yeah. women who I don't know who will kick my fucking head in. So I was yeah, like, right, so what was that? Is that? I, I I used to remember the raves I used to MC at. It was the girls who were starting all the fights inside, and you'd see the bouncers picking up these girls who were fighting you, so I'm throwing these girls out. So, you know. Yeah. It's, just, it's a weird thing, man. These people just get on these, it's like they get really involved in it, and yeah, man, it's the attack. This, he said, um, in this political climate, man, like masculinity is being attacked. It's just like, uh, what's this? Uh, what's this need <laughs> for people? What is this need for people to victimize themselves? I don't. That, they wanna, they wanna get money or something. I don't know. No, it's not money. Not. It's not that. It's, it's the no. same because isn't he, gonna, isn't he then gonna try and say he's a personal trainer and he can, tra- or he's a guru and he can train you to be masculine or something? This was just a random person on on. on he's got smoke cigars. 
and but look at porn. <laughs> I, I think it's that it is that need that need to feel like you're a, you're a victim because then if, if you're a victim, you can be looked after or something. I don't know what it is, man. I, maybe 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 a victim's a victim's appeal is somehow lends legitimacy to to these people. I don't know. Like I don't do you know? Do you know what I watched? Do you know what I watched to, um, just kind of to do that? That, that um, hit. Hitler, Hitler, the rise of evil, yeah, with Robert Carlyle playing Hitler. I don't know if you ever saw that. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, what is your film? It's a two-part mini-series. It was oh, on years yeah, ago. Yeah. On uh, I think it was on BBC or Channel 4. I can't remember which one. Yeah. But it's pretty good. Um, and he was like, obviously, he's really um, trying to be hyper-masculine or whatever. And he's like very... Um, What's the word? He's trying to hold it together. Like, he's really, like, stiff. Do you know what I mean? But then anger will just flare out of him sometimes, yeah? Mm. And then, but he wants, it's like he's trying to, he's got, like, Eva Brown, his girlfriend and whatnot, and there's a part where she, he wants to hug her. Or he goes to kiss her, yeah? And then she's like, yeah, yeah, kiss me, kiss me. But then he's so ashamed of being tender and soft that then he starts crying on her lap, yeah? And then she starts comforting him. He likes it a little bit, and then he's just straight, he realises he's kind of like allowed himself to be soft for that minute or whatever you say, or, or just let his guard down. And then suddenly he's like, Argh! he goes all tense again, and he pulls away from her and goes and does whatever Nazi shit he's got to do. But the... That when like, he tried to play with his bum, tried to give him a bit of finger up his bum, he went, no, like that. Uh, and he went, wait, 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 wait. Who's that? Hitler? Yeah. Oh, what, in the programme? Yeah, oh, yeah. Used to, apparently Hitler used to like a bit of bum play. I know he used to like women to shit on him and what? piss on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was an opera singer, right? And and he's, he's meant to have had her murdered. Yeah? Hitler couldn't get his dick hard unless women would shit or piss on him and abuse him and scream at him and stuff like that. So it all comes from like this... It's the power dynamic, isn't it? The toxic masculinity thing, I don't know. But he, he had a very weird... Like his dad was actually his mum's uncle, yeah? And the mum used to call him uncle in the in this programme that they kind of showed that as well. But they don't go into too much detail. I think they could have gone a bit more detail. And then, like, his dad died of a heart attack. His dad used to beat him all the time. He was just cunt. Then, like, when the mum died... Didn't he? Like, he, like, he knew that he was a bit of a prick, so he used to smack him about. <laughs> but then, then, like, when the mum... The mum died, yeah, and then Hitler stayed up drawing her dead body for, like, a good few days or something, just doing drawings of a dead body. He, he lied to her, said he got into art school when he didn't, because they were saying he, he wasn't good enough and whatnot. And then, um, yeah, then his niece, he had kind of, like, a thing for his niece... Uh, and he, when he was started to be the the Nazi party top dog, and then she fucking killed herself because she couldn't take it anymore because he wouldn't let her have a normal life going out with other young men and stuff because he was obsessed with her and that. She killed, shot herself or whatever. Then there's like um, uh, this opera singer that these men have like had a brief little dalliance with, yeah, and she was gonna leak to the papers about how he. <laughs> He like, do you know what I mean? Like how he wanted he like, to, be on. yeah, he wanted to get pissed on and shitted on and, and called all names and stuff. And then she ended up apparently killing herself by chucking herself out a window. But they they now think that he had his goons go and murder her, so she wouldn't leak this to the papers because at that time he wasn't the chancellor yet. He was like 
up and coming politician kind of thing, isn't it? So, so yeah. I can't remember why the fuck I went into that. I don't know, but that was a really nice walkthrough of the history of, of Hitler, like, young Hitler. Yeah. But do you know yeah, what? Yeah, though? Yeah. But but what you've what you've highlighted, yeah, the fact that a lot of these guys who say these kind of things, it's already um, birthed in insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you see it all. You see it all the time. It's just like oh, you're just. You're just insecure, man. And it's, mm. it's I think that's the root of people trying to victimize themselves constantly as well. Yeah. Like trying to like I saw uh I can't remember the name. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what Hitler was doing, really, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. Playing the victim, saying, mm. Oh, look, look, us that, Germans yeah. have been hard done by and blah blah yeah. blah. Do you know what I mean? And because no, who what's what's the name of the you know, like the pro-Brexit, the little uh female um uh Tory politician. She's really outspoken, really like I can't remember her name, like older woman. And she, Anne Whittacombe, Anne Whittacombe. Anne Whittacombe, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She, she was saying about Brexit. She was going, Oh, there's a long history of oppressed people rising up against their oppressor, talking about the British public rising up against Europe. And it's like this this idea that <clears throat> you can you can give people a victim complex and they'll do basically whatever you want them to do. It, yeah. gives them, it gives them like a site for their anger and for their, their insecurities and stuff like that. And you can you can weaponize that in a in a big amount of people. And it's the same with like this fucking um this masculinity thing. Like Yeah. They're like, saying men are men are under attack, masculinity is under attack, and then they try and sell you testosterone tablets. Like yeah. if uh, our our friend who uh, you know, what I mean, he was saying that uh it's low. He was there was someone that was asking him on Twitter how what he thinks of all this shit, like blah blah blah. And he was like low T, it's low T, yeah? Meaning low testosterone, right? But um, that, that's all being proved to be a load of bullshit. Like hard, like the whole thing about like men being under attack anyway, all yeah. that means is like men masculinity and men aren't under attack. It's just that there's more voices than just white middle class men. Yeah, like, yeah but e even if you've got like the thing is, yeah, when they're saying this low T, low T, why these men are supposedly acting more emotion, like calm and and not being aggressive and stuff, that's actually false because scientists prove that when men have got enough testosterone, they're calm. It's when they've got lower testosterone they start going all mad and getting angry because they need the testosterone in their body, isn't it? So yeah. all these like people like them are saying, oh, the reason why men are um, acting more like soft in their eyes or or, or sensitive is because they got low testosterone. It's crap. Because I I I, like, I would you know when you there's all these adverts saying you can order this package online and you can test your own testosterone. You got to pay them sixty quid for it, yeah. And people are doing this, yeah. And then don't you think that like, the company's gonna be like, oh yeah, you got low testosterone? They buy these pills off us. The fucking 100%. bullshit. Like whereas I I just thought I saw all this shit, yeah. And I just thought like, let me let me go and get my blood test. So I hollered at the doctor. I was like, yeah, I want to get um tested for all this shit because I'm stressed out. Maybe I've got low testosterone, whatever. I tested it and they said, you're perfectly normal. You're just stressed out because of life, life shit, yeah. innit? It's nothing to do with testosterone. So all these guys pushing this fucking, they're the one with the fucking, the, the agenda. They're trying to make money out of it. Yeah, 100%. Because most of the time, I mean, I've gone and got my blood tested multiple times at the doctors. Like, because when, yeah. you, when you go over 40, you go for a blood test anyway. They, 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 they advise that you go and do it. There's been loads of times when I thought, well, I must have to be deficient here in some way or another. So mm. I'm tired all the time, like I'm like, <clears throat> feeling down, whatever. And it's just fucking life that does that to you. Mm. Mm. It's, it's and, and, and quite often it's lack of sleep. Lack of and sleep. that's the thing, like, you know, like, 
when you're not getting good quality sleep. So I went and ordered some melatonin because I remember when I used to take melatonin, that would knock me out for like 14 hours and then yeah, yeah, I, was that, a, I was a lot, lot fucking happier. And the melatonin's fucking Yeah. So I, bought, I ordered some more of that and boom, that's what I'm going to be on for the next year. Uh, hopefully I'll just be like, yeah, man. Because at the moment, any I'll little noise, I'll just wake up. Yeah, yeah. So, some of that, man. But the problem is they they you can't get it in England now. You have to order it from fucking America. Oh, you know, I thought I used to get it off Amazon. Yeah, Brexit. You can you can get it on Amazon. No 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 no. This was it. <laughs> Melatonin in England. Yeah. Um. They they said I can't remember what it why they said. I think they said because people were taking too many tablets and it's bad for your liver if you take too much, isn't it? So they've like, um, like any tablet. Well, yeah. So they just bat. They just stop be, people being able to get it unless you get it on prescription. Right. So, but then you can get it on non-prescription if you order it. If you go on Amazon, you order it from. If you look, actually no, if you look on Amazon now, all of the ones on there, they're all like you type melatonin tablets in there, and these things will say da 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 melatonin, and it says replacement. So they're all melatonin replacements yeah. now. So they've got like chamomile in them, uh, ashwagandha. 5-HTP and some other thing, but they're not melatonin. Like, I, I used to take 5-HTP all the time. So that, that isn't that much different from melatonin, to be honest. Like, it, it has a very, very similar effect on you. Yeah. I take 5-HTP in the morning, but, um, the, yeah, melatonin, one time I took that in the middle of the daytime, and I just got really tired, you know, I was just like, fucking hell, man. Yeah. But, like, 5-HTP, no, it doesn't make me tired. Like, other people take it before bed, isn't it? But melatonin, I take that and I just start. It's just I was like, yeah. Yeah, but five ATP is not supposed to be like a like a, a sleep aid. It's just supposed to oh. like even everything out. It's oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's your. It's supposed to like kind of even out your serotonin levels. So if you're having like people crossing serotonin, mm. which is like, like bipolar, basically, yeah, going up and down and up and down. It just kind of evens everything out a little bit. But yeah. chamomile does that. To me. Like I have one cup of chamomile, I'll take a chamomile like pill. I'm fucking out. It's like it's like it's like taking a sleeping pill. Yeah, chamomile's wicked. Like, like yeah, a light. Like a light. Like a light. Exactly. Like I remember one time I, uh, uh, the doctor prescribed me Valiums, innit? So I was taking some Valiums and that, and then I didn't want to take them because I was like, uh, and then Terry was like, "Give me one of them. Give me." Give me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he had it, man. Yeah, he had it as fucking. Yeah, we had it. We were in we were in Jerk City, in it in Central London, and he had one. Then he's like, "No, I'm not really feeling this, man. It's not giving me a buzz." I was like, "It's probably some value." It's 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 a <laughs> I was have like, you, "I'm not really giving you a buzz." Have you ever uh, had Xanax? No, never. never. Fucking hell, man! Like I like because they Xanax, uh, they come in bars like that, and you're supposed to like kind of clip them off and take one at a time. Okay. I got given some in Australia, and I did the entire bar, like like three doses of it. Like the promoter and my mate records, I was walking around in the garden in the hotel, like phoning people, chatting girls up, like till I had had like a quick nap, got up, was having full conversations with people. I didn't have a fucking clue. Like I, I had no recollection of any of it at all. Wow. Apparently, like um, I was standing like in this hotel and there was like a um, like a balcony, like a downstairs balcony. So it was like a small private balcony, but on the ground floor. And I was leaning there having a conversation, I think with my mum, like I was chatting to my mum, like, and there was like a family right there asking me <laughs> to move. And I was going, yeah, yeah, yeah like talking to my mum. My mum says she remembered the entire fucking <laughs> <laughs> she, she thought I was just drunk. 
Like, I, I have no recollection of it at all. The next thing I remember, I took the pill and then the net wore the bar. And the next thing I remember was waking up like a day and a half later in the hotel. Jesus. So, so these rappers that are taking loads of it, ain't, ain't some of them dying, in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't think it's Xanax. Maybe it is oh. the Xanax. I don't know. I like Zannies, like, yeah, they do Xannies as well. You do Xannies with a codeine as well. Yeah, right. there's, like they do Xannies, but I'm not sure. You probably can overdose on Xannies, probably. Because oh. yeah. the juice, juice world, yeah. How did he die? He he had um a load of stuff he swallowed in the or whatever, and then died in it. Yeah, but I think he he swallowed a lot. So was it Xanax or was it other stuff? I, I don't think, know. I'm not really sure, man. But I, I'm, I know he was a Xanax. Person, Dude. he's the, the code is the codeine is fucking hardcore. His tunes are hard, man. Like he 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 was like um, you know when we're saying about all this masculinity shit. Mm. I listened to a few of his tunes because he's actually talking about like real emotions that he's feeling and everything. Yeah. That's I thought it was really refreshing. I thought it was really good what he's doing. There's like a whole it's emo rap in it. There's a whole bunch yeah. of them. So him, yeah, yeah, sex, sex, um, yeah, your peep. Like a lot of them yeah. are dead now, but that's their that's their Shit. their like. But uh, those two, um, uh, Juice World and uh, what? How do you say his name? XXX Tentacion. Tentacion. Those two are fucking banging rappers. Yeah. Well. Those yeah, two yeah. Are actually like I never really listened to Lil Pete. Was he a good rapper? Like I don't know. I haven't heard him before. Peeps no. also, he's on some good songs, but that's the thing. Like those guys, they're just not for me. I say XXX is the only one who I kind of has some songs that I will listen to forever, probably. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure either of them have got songs that I'd listen to, but I've heard they're like their freestyles and stuff. And they're good rappers. Juice World yeah. is, was an incredible freestyler. Like, off yeah, yeah. the top freestyler. Like, sick. Sick. Mm. Yeah. Um, you don't see that a lot, man. You don't see a lot of people just get up on Funk Flex nah. and just freestyle off the top. Like, it's not oh, like... yeah, the Funk Flex one that I saw. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, I saw, like, I've only heard two of his tunes, innit? That he's kind of more singing on. But I thought he was still sick. But the, um, yeah, I thought that that whole the hell emo rap thing with this is it called emo rap? Then is yeah, that what they call much. it? Yeah. So that's I think that's really good. That's like um, yeah, that's combating. The, yeah, the new generation. They don't like the the yeah. generation that's kind of like my daughter's age. Yeah. Um, and a little bit older. They don't really have the same um stigma attached mm. to to. You know, like how we were in the 90s, like the 90s rap. We came from everyone trying to be hard. Mm. And that's just not what they do. They're just not on that. They're just on, I'm trying to, if anything, they go to, they go the totally other way. They're just going mm. on the, my life's so fucked up. Mm. I'm depressed. That's the shit that they, that they really go on. And a lot mm. of, a, a lot of 90s rappers didn't really do that. The ones who really did it, who did it well, mm. were guys like DMX who gave you like, hey, yeah the whole spectrum. Like, yeah, I'm going to tear your head off, but yeah, I'm also going to sit here and cry. Um, mm. Beanie Siegel. Uh, there weren't yeah. a lot of them that could really, really do that consistently. Jay-Z did it a, a little bit, but a again... A little bit, yeah, yeah. Jay-Z always... You see, you see the whole... The, like, the whole, the whole I'm hard thing, yeah? Yeah. Unless you're willing to fucking murder people, yeah? There's no point to it. Because, like... Like, mm. I've, I've been in a situation where some, some geezer punched me in the lip, yeah? Because he didn't like what I said or something. Because I said he wasn't polite, so he punched me in the, in the lip, right? Mm. So then I was like, he was saying he's going to kill me, whatever. So I was like, okay, go and kill me, innit? I still think you're a prick. You can do whatever you want to me. I still think you're a prick. I'm not going to change my mind that you're a prick just because you're using physical uh, force, right? Yeah. And then he was like, obviously, he wasn't willing to kill me. And so then and he wanted, and so then he didn't do anything. So but I think, 
Uh, yeah. So I, unless you're willing to kill people, there's no point to, to this shit. There's just no point. Because you, you ain't... You, you, yeah, you, but you, but be, be, like, being hard isn't yeah. like... Uh, it doesn't skip instantly to killing someone. Being hard is like... Yeah. Like, if you if you listen to... Yes, like DMX may have talked about like like murdering people like mm. a lot of rappers do. But I think when you're talking about someone like DMX, being hard doesn't necessarily manifest itself in the willingness to murder someone. It means mm. just having a really fucking hard life and surviving yeah. that life. And can- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm talking about the one... Day. I'm not saying like DMX, but I'm talking about the people that, that they, they say that they're... They, their whole like way of persuading people to do what they want is with the threat of physical violence or persuading yeah. people to like them. There's a whole load of things I see um, where people are worshipping guys who they think are dangerous, isn't it? Mm. That would fuck them up or beat them up or that's stab them or whatever. That's our, that's our culture, though. I think, I yeah. think, that, I so think, the problem... I think that's deep, though. I think that goes back to like fucking the caveman days. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So the thing like, is, like, the way you disarm... The way you can disarm that is be like... You can do whatever the fuck you want to me. You can kill me, everything. I still think you're a cunt. I still say you're a dickhead if I'm alive, innit? So you better kill me. Yeah. And then everyone will know that I still thought you were a dickhead even though I'm dead. And you're a cunt now and you're in jail. So then it kind of like, it's all pointless. Kind of, but it doesn't go that way. It, what normally happens is if you, if you have the attitude, mm. then everyone will look at you like, oh shit, he's the hard one. So yeah, if, but I haven't done anything physical. You don't, yeah. But a lot of people, I, I was thinking about this the other day. So a lot of the people that um, I grew up and I was like, this person's no one to play with. These mm. people, these family, a lot of them like didn't. I've never seen them do anything. No, I've just maybe heard a few stories, and if anything, that's what carries it carries it forward. Yeah. And even in even in my situation, it's like there's only like if you didn't grow up with me in school, you've never seen me fight. Like you've never, you've literally never seen it. So to, the idea of people being like, yeah, you know what, man? Yeah, he can handle himself. You don't know what I can do. You literally don't know. All you, all you know is, um, and I guess, I guess this is the part where it kind of goes to what I'm saying. What you're doing, all you know is how people act in those situations. So mm-hmm. something happens, and you see someone react a certain way, and you're like, okay this person's no one to play with. I've seen Terry in situations where people have kicked off and stuff has happened and Terry's just cool as like, all right, mate, we'll see what's going to happen. And it changes the energy because now it's like, oh, he's not going to... Because what happens is people do this thing where they go, Rah! and then everyone goes, yeah, 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 yeah. but then yeah, what happens yeah, yeah, yeah. is you, you run into someone who goes, okay, now you have to prove yourself. You said you're yeah, going to yeah. do something. You know, you know you've been around terror. Yeah. Now you've got to prove yourself. And it all well, changes, yeah. And it, that's yeah. what it does. It all, it all changes. And me, and you know what the funny thing is? In that situation, yeah. if you're faced with someone who, who isn't going to tip, yeah. then you go, okay, actually, let's, let's, let's change the dynamic of this interaction. It yeah. all changes because you hit something. Yeah, yeah. And the funniest part of this is, yeah, like, I am not even... The only... The reason why I come across a certain way is because when it all goes hype, I just go really calm. Mm. And a lot of people read that as like, oh, okay, like... He, he don't care. And it's like, no, nah, I do care. But mm. this is just how I care. I just, I'm just yeah, I'm yeah, assessing yeah, yeah, the situation. Yeah. I'm just not getting... Mm. I'm not the kind of person who you can shout at, pull out a weapon, and I'm going to go, oh, it just doesn't mm. work. Mm. That doesn't do that to me. You pull yeah. out the weapon, and I'm like, okay, let's see what he's actually going to do. And yeah, yeah, changes exactly, the dynamic yeah. of everything. Yeah. So yeah. It's, a, it's a... But like you said, it's a weird thing. This whole idea of, like, being hard... Is, is really strange, but it, there's only mm. like a, a small percent of people who 
who actually go on to do things. And that's what mm. really puts you ahead of everybody. But again, mm. that only works up until a certain age, really. Like once you start getting into an adult, like eh, it doesn't have the same effect. No one really. No, if you can carry that energy over into being an adult, you're a prick. Pretty like if you, like if you if you if you still have the reputation of being the hardest in the fifth year when you're in your thirties and forties, then you're a fucking dick who's never yeah. done it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's bully. Because then you become you're just, it's a bully thing. It's like yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. And, yeah, and you're not in the fifth year anymore. Someone no. like the the thing the thing about it is I I walk into life knowing well thinking when I'm walking down the street. Not that I think about this very often, but in any kind of situation, I know that anybody, like the smallest to the biggest, to the woman to whatever, could kick the shit out of me. Yep. Like, it's, it, like it doesn't, when you think like that, then it doesn't become some kind of contest where you have mm. to be the biggest and mm. fucking walking down the street like that, walking into people. There's there's a lad that walks around in Hightown and he's a, he's a big lad. He could do some fucking damage, to be honest. He's like, he's obviously like the hardest guy on the estate or whatever. And you see him walking down the street, like like kind of trying to walk into people. Whatever, like if he comes towards me and he's taking up the entire pavement, I'm just going to walk on the road around him. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want those like kind of confrontations like that. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, but if something kicked off and I had to defend myself, then that's what, that's what that is going to be. But yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if you're an adult and you're walking into... Any kind of situation, <laughs> like you're this guy here, <laughs> you're you failed at life. Yeah. You really mm. have. You failed at life. And I think as well, like one of the one of the things that I I, I like um, in in being in a situation where you know you can handle yourself is not is knowing that you don't have to handle yourself. Exactly. And to me, that's all. And and not only that, I always feel like um, the way, like you said, anyone can hurt you. Mm. So yeah. There could be a situation where. We pull up, a car cuts cuts me off. We they bib me. I get out of the car like what the fuck like like normal like what are you doing when I come out of the car then they drive off or they could be the one time they just pull out a gun like yeah. then it's like oh right you hear Genesis dad over what over something stupid you know what I mean I'm like damn over something really stupid man was trying to get his fifty three tracks out in the fucking year made yeah. it to fucking ten and died in a fucking over road rage so I'm yeah. always, in my head I'm always just like. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I'd rather just what if you do you need the win? You need the win? I have the win, man. But there are a lot of people though who 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 uh, buy into that shit. So the bullies win in in their where they can, in it. And so a lot of people they'll become their sycophants and their followers and blah 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 blah. But That's what, why you've got all these people online that are constantly looking for fucking arguments yeah. about stuff. Like, because it takes it away from that kind of, that physical ability to dominate someone into like the kind of, into the Facebook, social media, I've just owned you on Facebook kind yeah. of like, and I'm guilty of that as well. Like, I think we've all been guilty of that at mm. some point, but that's, it's it's like a, it's a layover from that as well. Like it's yeah. that, it's the idea that you can fucking dominate someone that you're walking into the situation. Like having, having constant arguments and owning people on Facebook is basically the equivalent again of being the hardest in the fifth year. Yeah. Like, like you've got a reputation built up that you will have it with anybody on Twitter and stuff like yeah. that. And it's, it's fucking pathetic. I think that's why I, lo- I annoy a lot of people. I was thinking this um, recently about likability as an artist and I was thinking, mm. There's that has to be a there has to be an element of that because I know there's certain people that I follow online and I see them arguing all the time. I'm just like, oh, really give it over, man. But I'm the same. I argue every day. And mm. and but I think the difference is I know I'm not 
taking it seriously. Like, I'm just like, yeah. okay. I, and I'll take it to a certain point and just be like, all right, whatever. But if you just come in on a little bit and see that you're like, bro, what's up with this guy, man? Why are you telling mm. this guy to suck your dick for? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not a nice thing to do. Um, But yeah, I, I think as well, Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. I don't know. Yeah, take it, take it away, guys. But I, I, I think as well, like, this whole thing of like, this idea of being the, the tough guy, there's always going to be, you're always going to come up to someone who's tougher than you. My dad always say that, you're going to meet someone who's tougher than you. And when I was younger, I was always the one who was like, this person has been doing this thing and I'm going to be the one they run into. And I think it's because my dad said that. My dad said that as, when I was a young, I was quite young. He's like, you're always going to run into someone who's tougher than you. And from that age, so I must've been maybe 11, 12. And I was just like, that's not going to happen. So anytime someone would be doing something and I felt like they were taking the piss, then I would be the one to stop them taking the piss. And one of the, I, I can't remember if this was my first day of high school or like the first week, but there was a, a guy in high school who was like, come from another school and he was the tough guy. He was the one everyone was like, oh, you gotta be careful of this guy. And he's pushed in the line at dinner time. And in my little pea brain head, I was just like, yeah, this is my time, time to shine. So I've just told him move. And obviously all the class are looking now, like, oh my God, you just said this to this guy. He's looking at me like, I'm not moving. So I've hit him and the guy just like cried, man. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And I was just like, and then like, and then just ran off. And then from that, everyone was like, oh my God, yeah. But then, and 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 a little bit before that, yeah, it couldn't be the first day. It must be around the first week. A little bit before that, I saw him beat up this kid <laughs> in the hall. And he did this, giving credit, he beat up this kid when no one else was watching. It was an empty hallway, just him and his kid. They must have had this argument. And he's gone up to this kid and just bang, bang. They punch him in his face. The kid's falling on the floor, crumpled, nose bleeding. And I was the only person who saw that. Like no one else saw that. Everyone came out afterwards and was like, what happened? And I was just like, this kid is crazy. So then when he came out in front of me, I knew he was about it. So I'm already thinking he's not doing that to me. So Mm. I've hit him. Like he's gone down. And from then on, he was never that same person. He was always just like, he just went super soft and just became became a normal person. Well, that's that's the. I mean, that's proof of the pudding that most most hard men have never been punched in the face, mm. and that's why that's where they get this attitude from, where they think they're indestructible because they've never actually been punched in the face. Like mm. you can punch someone in the face, and that it can change their entire world. It can change everything about them because how often do people get punched in the face? Not very often. No. Like mm. so, if someone's going around with this reputation, and I mean, it's a kid, obviously, so it's a yeah, different yeah, matter. Yeah. But there's there's people that get to like fucking fifty that have never been punched in the face. Like, I think I've ever taken a square in the face multiple times. <laughs> I've but, never even had a I've never had a proper like I've never had a proper fight. I've never had my fights have always been they've started, I've hit them, they've gone down. That's as far as it's ever gone. It's never gone. Well, even when, when you're a little little kid in primary school, and that. even in primary school, I to, I've told people about the first oh. fight I ever had. The guy yeah. kept coming at me, and every time I hit him, he just fell and then started yeah. crying. And I was just like, I don't know what I don't know what to do. I never, yeah. I, never, never I wasn't even you. trying to. I wasn't even trying to fight. No, see, I, I had plenty of those kind of fights at school where I got knocked out or I've knocked someone else out. Mm. But I, I literally had like an everlasting fight. <laughs> uh. Six years ago, at a club in uh, in Angel. Six years ago, Six years ago at a club in Angel. Like um, that's two thousand and fifteen, man. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, no. I, it was about two thousand. 
2014 it was. Why didn't you call me, man? What's going on? <laughs> oh, I, 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 like, I li- basically, this guy was, I won't go into it too much. Right, it makes cool. me sound like, but like, like, so, so I jumped off the decks. So I caught him doing what he was doing and just started fucking laying into him, like just pounding him, pounding him, pounding him. And I thought this guy wasn't going to get back up again. Um, he literally went, like that. <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> so oh, well, this is this is bad news. So basically, I ended up chucking him. It was in Angel. I can't remember the name of the club. It was an upstairs club in Angel. Uh, and I got the guy by the throat and chucked him down the fire escape. I opened the back and like I got him and he was punching me the entire time I was like taking him out the back. Threw him down the fire escape. This guy went like that against the wall. Didn't fall down once and came running straight back at me. <laughs> so as he was coming up the stairs, I fucking really put my boot into his face and he went back down again. The, the, the security came and got him, chucked him out. I was bleeding out my fucking face. When I finished the set, came back down again, went out for a cigarette. Um, and then the guy was waiting there with a fucking <laughs> wine bottle. So it was, it was me and Inch. <laughs> all, all my biggest mates, right? All my big, like Scotty, you, Mickey, all like six foot and better, built like brick shit houses. I had inch with me, right? So, for those, well, who, for those who don't know, tools, please, please explain how tall inches. Inch is five foot one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and built like a child. <laughs> <laughs> so all due to him though like this guy went for me with the fucking wine bottle so i got him like that like he he caught me like that and went with the wine bottle with the other one so i got him around the neck and literally pulled him on top of me and put him in a choker on top of me and i thought this guy's done now like there's no way like he's not getting out of this <laughs> he went down on the floor and then he just appeared out of nowhere and put a boot into his ribs this isn't this isn't needless violence though. I caught the bloke doing. I caught the bloke like trying to drug my girlfriend's drink and his ah! mate trying to spike my girlfriend's drink. My yeah. sister was there as well and she oh, was standing man. right next to him. So as soon as I saw that, this so it, it didn't just fly out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't just beating yeah, him up. So, <laughs> so he was down on the floor. I went back in the club and the security were like, you've got to get out of here. You've got to fuck off. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, just, I was going to go get my, uh, I'm going to go get my, my coat and my bag and stuff. And then I come down and they're like, we're going to get a cab for you. We're going to put you straight in the cab and you're going to fuck off because his mates are coming down now. Uh, and I was like, okay, cool. So I went, got my stuff. This guy fucking got up again after I put him in a full choker, uh, and and got the wine bottle again, and there was two of them coming at me this time. Me and Inch got in the cab and went off. It, this this <laughs> went on for like two hours. It was a never-ending fight. <laughs> and then they got in the cab and they chasing me. They followed you. My house and they were waiting there. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wow. wait, so who's up? Who's up behind you there, mate? <laughs> 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 like, like an arrows come flying over. Oh, oh no, oh. they've got medieval weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there is a there is a time when you kind of want to just you want to grow out of it. But I think yeah, yeah. again, man, it's written into our code, man. It's written into our code. Um, the way we are. I remember writing again. This is probably about ten years ago, maybe maybe not that long ago, around that time. I remember saying like, if you're not still getting into fist fights, you know what I mean, you need to grow the fuck up. Yeah. But stuff happens, man. Like you mm. can't. It's just a thing. Like you've seen it. You've seen these old men, like these these viral videos. These old men are like eight years old, still throwing fists. It's just one of them. Yeah. Or when people try sucker punch you, innit? Like one guy tried to sucker punch me, 
and I managed to move, but it kind of like glanced me on the side of the head. So, but it, it, you know, that's people will try and do those things. So and sometimes it will just come out of nowhere as well. Like once I was at, um, I can't remember where the fuck we were. Oh yeah, Nebworth, innit? Oasis concert. This geezer just tried to sucker punch me and then I ducked and he just ran off. Why, why are these people? <laughs> why, why? No. I don't even think he was a racist. Heavy, I mean, he, he was problem. a skinhead, innit? That's so. the wrong, that's oh, the wrong yeah, question. Right. Why are you at Nebworth at an Oasis concert? <laughs> we're hustling there, innit? We're selling, ah, okay. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we selling? Just a uh, merch, merch, no, yeah, post it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but you know, you, you, and then one time I was in Norwich, yeah, I'd gone to, I was down there and then so I'd gone to this club. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm walking down the street. It was, it, I'd just come out of this club <laughs> and I'd go, go into the street and I was talking to the security guard woman. She was like, oh yeah, where do you live now? I said, in London and that. And she's like, oh, um. That's rough there, in it as well. I said, nah, man, this this place is fucked, man. In London, people will talk and then they'll do something. Here, they just do it. They don't talk. And then um, she was like, okay. Like, meaning like punching and stuff, whatever. So then I walk out and then some geezer's gone, Snoop Dogg, like that, yeah? And just ran at me and tried to just punch me in the face. What? So I ducked. Why did he yell Snoop Dogg? He thought I looked like Snoop Dogg, innit? And then so he, yeah, I ducked and then he just ran off. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what scares me though, man. This is the bit, yeah. this is the thing that scares me, or not scares me, but it's like, because we are at, at a certain age. Like you said, it's like I never want to be put in a position where I have to, where I have to fight because mm. the places people go now, it's never gonna be like a little, nah. little punch up, and it's just like. Yeah. I, anyway, we're not we're not talking about violence. Yeah, we're not talking about violence anymore. Mm. But yeah, it's never spread love, man. Honestly, face to face anymore. Like there's, there's, it's some of the fights that I've seen recently. Mm. Like just happening in fucking High Town or or whatever. It's vicious, man. It's fucking yeah. vicious. Like, yeah, weapons, all that kind of shit. And it's like, fucking hell. What happens is just having an honest little fight and shaking hands afterwards, and that's never happened. Actually, but then what? What? <laughs> that's why, like, you know, these people that want to preserve all this shit, they want to preserve all this stuff. Yeah, think of how many men have lost their fucking life over dumb shit from just trying to preserve this masculinity bullshit that these guys are trying to do or enacting the way that they think is good. So they're fucking dumb. If they're, if they're like men's rights activists, they should be trying to make men They not... should be pro-life for men, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're right though, you're right. But it is it is really tough. And it's again, it's like, it's a cycle, man. We're caught, we're caught in this cycle of hatred. Um, mm. And it's going to take a lot for it to, for us to really get out of it. Um, recently, one of the young people I work with, um, brother got killed. And it's not even, they've been going back and forth with these guys for, for ages. And now there's a, another murder. And you know there's going to be more. Mm. And it's, yeah. so fun, it's, not, it's not even funny, but it's like the way we talk about things, it's so a matter of fact, it's just like, um, yeah, now nah, they're going to get touched now, isn't it? And mm. it's like it's gonna go back and forth, and you know it's you know it's never really gonna stop. It's just that's what me and Terry were talking about the other day about drill music, yeah? and he was saying that drill, uh, the the people doing it can then have their own industry and build on it and all get together and that. But the problem is you got all these vendettas running between camps of people making yeah. the music, and those vendettas are, uh, will prevent that happening, and they're gonna carry on. And you, you said, oh, we have, have to have a sit down and da, 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 da. You can't have sit downs. You can't have sit downs. It's because, fucked. Because the, the problem is, 
even from, I said we're not talking about violence, but let's mm. just a little insight into kind of, um, I guess, gang politics. Even when you have, when you have sit downs, yeah? Mm. You have to have a sit down. The sit downs for, is for a reason. And if it's, if it's, I'm, I'm, and I'm talking about with grown adults here, yeah, like in their forties and fifties saying, right, listen, the problem, war, like beefing is very expensive. It stops everything. It stops mm. everything. The police will, the police will look over a lot of stuff. The thing they won't look over is murders because what happens is when you have murders in certain boroughs, you're, you're pushing down house prices. So obviously people start complaining to the council and the government get involved. So that's the kind of thing they never they never really look over. When you're talking about grown men in rooms going, yo, guys, we're trying to have a sit down, we're trying to, we're trying to piece it out. Even with that, it doesn't get pieced out. People mm. still, people will still go, all right, cool, we'll keep it cool. But if they catch you, they're gonna get you. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't happen. So now when you're talking about kids who it's never like we're sitting down for what? What for some music? Yeah, they right? haven't got the, the emotional maturity to be able. Yeah, to like, for, why should I? Why should I not? You, if, if you if you kill my brother, there's n- there's nothing you can say in this world that's going to stop me from trying to get you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There's what you're going to say. There's literally mm-hmm. nothing you can say. So all you can do is add a, a bigger threat. Say so if you do this, we're going to do that. But at the same time, that's never going to be it. So it's really hard to try and talk to these young people and say to them, um, "Yeah, guys, we need to." We need to calm it down and chill. And and the only ones that ever do calm it down are the ones who aren't really the. You know what I mean, the 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 ones who are really the, the real killers anyway. Like, it's not until they've done that time until like like Terry said the emotional the emotional maturity. So until the the, the only people I've seen that have kind of calmed down are the ones who have have to sat out for a little bit have been in prison have done. You know what I mean seven eight years then they come out and then they decide maybe yeah maybe this isn't for me maybe i want to do something else but even then that's still super rare man Mm -hmm. a lot of them come out and they're just like they're still they're on it even more because that's what prison is prison is a camp for you to learn how to become a more efficient criminal so Mm. you've you've been in prison now you've you've met some a lot of other killers you you know the network now you know how people move like it's all it's it's crazy man Mm. it's crazy And, and, and that's another reason why I said to you before we started the podcast, it's like, you can't do this work just indefinitely because mm. it changes you. It changes the way you look at things. Um, it changes the way you just live your life. It, it has a it has a negative effect on you mm. working in, in these environments all the time, man. Yeah, yeah, man, for real. You get sick of seeing the, the kids you're working with going fucking jail and they'll die. You just get sick of it. You're like, what the fuck, man? When you're young... Yeah. Mm. When you're young in the life, yeah, there's an upside because mm. it's excitement. When you're old, there's no excitement in it. Mm. So mm. there's not even when you're young and stuff pops off. Who did it? Right? Who was it? Was it them, man? Oh, for real? It's blah, blah, blah. Like it, it's it's kind of like the like I said, it's the the excitement, the adrenaline. Um, when you're when you're older in it, you're just like, how old was he? The dude, the the dude's nineteen. Like nineteen, you're dead at nineteen. Mm-hmm. Like that's no no life. When when I was younger and somebody died at, at 16, 17, I had one of my class friends, first person I knew that was close to me that died was a class friend who died at 16. And we were just like, damn, that's cold. Because we didn't know anything else. No, no, we we did. That's as yeah, far yeah. as we'd gone. Like, do you know how much life I've lived from 16 to 39? How many things mm-hmm. I've seen? So now I know all the things that he missed out on. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking, it could be whatever it is, I don't care. Kids, holidays, 
um, Marvel movies, like you just miss out on life. Yeah, yeah. yeah now yeah. you look at your. Seems no age whatsoever. Like some of the some Crazy, of the, the young people that I've seen that are get, they're going away for a long time. Like from uh, with the young offenders that I work with, like they're gonna miss out on so much shit. Like between mm. some of them, some of them are like 14, 15 years old. They're mm. not getting out of jail till they're like 30, in their thirties or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a waste of fucking life as well. Like mm. not even not even dying, but just going to jail for that long. Mm. Like it, not having the the. I mean, whatever led them to that point, they're they're like fucking fourteen years old. So what? What led them to that point? They probably not had a fucking childhood before that point either. It's I mad, think, man. I think that's another thing as well. Um, there's so many different because a lot of times when we look at young people in certain situations, we kind of judge them from our upbringing and mm. our life, our our vantage point, and we're just like, oh, so they lived the same life as we lived up until that point, and then they decided to commit a crime, like they decided to, decided to become um, a murderer, or they decided to do whatever and it's like nah you gotta like if I tell you some of the, the things that I see some of the stories some of the kids that I work with the lives that they, they've lived you would not survive like you would you would survive it man you're just like you know what I mean it's just, Sorry, it's, I don't mean to laugh your chair just woke Harvey up <laughs> what, who's hey, you, man? you man can you hear that can you hear that of course we can everyone can hear it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dislikes if you're watching the video, look yeah. At him, look, 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 look at him on there. You just, he was just fast asleep. Look at his little face. You just wake him up. Oh, like, what's it, what's it? I'll do it again. Hold on, hold on. He's already awake now, mate. Sorry, Harv. <laughs> Guys, if you're watching the video, I want you to leave a comment and be like, AC, sort your chair out. Just get Why don't someone give me a chair then? You really want a chair? Give me another one, innit? Give me another one. Like, someone donate me a chair, innit? Donate a chair. So <laughs> you must have some like um I'm playing I'm playing the victim now, innit? I need a chair. <laughs> yeah. Shit, man. So um one division. Amazing. I don't think it was all that. Yeah, he went like, down here, went downhill for me, man, crack, in that episode. He's yeah, he's like, ah, oh, nah, man, it weren't enough. They need more expanse in it, man. Yeah, yeah. Like... It wasn't very expansive, was it? It wasn't. <laughs> I tell you what, yeah, if they had shown uh, what's his name? What's the, the evil vision called? If they had shown him uh, at the uh, end, yeah, with yeah. a fucking fedora, that would have been it. I would have been like, oh, ho, ho. But it's an evil vision. Of the year. Yeah. The oh, new... is that? Oh, no, but the, the, the vision that they made at the end, is yeah. he is, no, is that evil? Vision. That is that vision. vision, but... So yeah, he's yeah. not going to be an evil one? Yeah, he will. He's on sword yeah, side, yeah. isn't it? That's the whole oh. thing. Yeah. Oh. So then what will... So Cataracts. he's coming... So they made him come back to life, yeah? Yeah. And then she'll she's going to make him be nice again or whatever. Um... And then it's all know. happy families again, isn't it? I don't know. What I thought is they'll probably they'll they'll find some way to put visions like the the constructed vision that Wanda's like kind of made. Mm. Like mm. it's all come out this week that she's like able to uh create from nothing and she's mm. got like kind of chaos magic and stuff like that. So she created that vision, she didn't steal him. Um yeah, yeah. So she might <laughs> find a way to like oh, me. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, whatever. A fucking chair. Oh, I'm, shit. I'm going to your mic. So um, I reckon they'll find a way to, like, meld the two. Well, her powers come from the Mind Stone. Yeah, yeah. And, and so the, the new vision came from the Mind Stone. Yeah. So there is a way that yeah. they can uh, 
bring that back because we don't know what the Mind Stone does. No. Um, but yeah, man, I think he's a he's a really good. Brilliant. I watched them all again, but uh, back to back. Uh, yeah. Day before yesterday. Oh no, Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, on on Friday, I watched them all back to back on Friday. Um, and like Did as soon you... as I finished a new episode, I, I started and watched again. I, I was awake till like fucking four o'clock in the morning or something. But yeah, so I didn't sit get to sit down and watch it until like eleven o'clock or something. Okay. Bang. Did you watch the? Did you see the bit after the music finished? Yeah. Is, what happened in that bit again? I can't remember. That's where they showed Vision. Yeah, that was a. Bit, oh, when they made him. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Yeah, that was a bit. That was yeah. Agatha be Agatha be on her bullshit. So that. yeah, the, the the Agatha woman. I I don't know. She, I don't see. I don't. She's a, like a good enough villain, man. I think she's wicked. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's banging. Because I I don't know. Because I don't know who she is, isn't it? I've never like um. <laughs> they showed her. They pretty much showed her backstory. She was yeah. Uh, yeah. She was a witch from Salem, wasn't she? she yeah, was yeah. Salem, like uh, the witch trials, and she. Yeah. It, it's looking like her mum was like the kind of the mother of witches. And, uh, but she was a good witch or something, but then this was a I bad think, yeah, witch. She was just a witch, and then uh, but Agatha was like kind of uh, assimilating like the dark powers, and and that's what they were putting her on trial for. Mm. And yeah, she won. It. I don't know, man. It's fucking. <laughs> I, I'm really, really looking forward to the next episode because the next episode is the last one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're gonna do. What do you think that Falcon and no, was it is Falcon and Giza Winter Soldier? Do you think that's gonna be Falcon and Giza? Yes, (laughs) (laughs) it's better. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think that looks wicked. I'm really looking forward to Loki, though. I want Loki, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, that looked, yeah, that looked funny. I think that's gonna be the one, like, because the, the, uh, what's it, the, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier looks like an all out, like, kind of Captain America style. Action, mm. like kind of mm. bang along, like it, it looks like it's gonna be loads of fun, like loads of explosions, shit going on, like backstory. But the Loki one looks like it's gonna be pretty deep. I yeah. started watching, um, which I hadn't seen before. Ah, oh, I can't remember the fucking name of it now. It's like the Young Mutants, so mm. it's like X Men, but it's like the the teen the teen X Men. Um, but but they're not X Men; they're just mutants. Like what a film? No, nah, it's not even a film; it's a series. The new oh, mutants. They've just put up on Disney, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, what's it called? Isn't it called the new mutants? <laughs> nah, no, nah, it's like Gen, oh. Gen X, Gen X yeah. generation. I don't know what it's called. I is literally it? started watching. It. I was like, "What is this Marvel?" Yeah, yeah. And like, started watching it. Stan Lee was in it. Like, I mean, it was legit. I was like, "Okay." So me and my daughter started watching it. I was like, "Yeah, all right, okay." But um. I've been I've been getting into the the cartoons as well, man. I started watching Silver Surfer. Yeah. They haven't got the original Silver Surfer, but they got the no. one that started in '96, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. Um, started watching the original X Men cartoon as well. It's cold. How like that's that's the classic. That's the standard setting. Yeah, like that. yeah. Was it called the Amazing X Men? Um, I don't even know. Called, yeah, because sure. there's a few X Men, but the the '90s one, I can't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's a few co- ones they, they don't have which I don't know why, um, but they need to get the Fantastic Four, not the one they've got on there because they do have a Fantastic Four, but there's one called Fantastic Four like World's Mightiest Heroes or something, mm. which is amazing. It's a, it's like manga style anime, um, yeah, yeah. anime anime style animation. Mm. It is sick. Like it's probably one of the best. Like it's probably one of the best cartoons 
like Marvel cartoons. I don't know that one actually. It's sick, bro. I'll, I'll send yeah, you the yeah. link. Um, yeah, yeah, on the illegal site, but they mm-hmm. need to get that up on Disney Plus as well. And they don't have. They also they need to get Hulk versus Wolverine. They haven't got that on there, yeah. and they got Planet Hulk either. That's that I, I mean, that's I watch that fairly regularly on um on YouTube. Yeah, what Planet Hulk or not? Yeah, Planet Hulk. They got Planet Hulk on Amazon, I think. Yeah. I think so as well. Yeah, I've seen it's got more on YouTube. Like you, like all the all the the feature length animated ones. They're pretty much all on YouTube. Yeah, oh. I just need to buy them off iTunes, to be honest. Yeah, because I do watch them pretty regularly. Yeah, there's some this. It's cool, man. I, I like how they they kind of um really go into the how. how each character is because that's the thing with the with the Marvel movies, a lot of characters get missed. Yeah. Whereas with the cartoons, is a lot they kind of have a lot more time to give give you certain characters like Jubilee. Yeah, Jubilee. That's that one I was going to say. Jubilee is like the she's like an absolute legend in the cartoon. Like she's one of the main characters, and then like kind of two minutes in any of the films. Mm. Yeah, but I don't understand why they like. It's weird as well because they kind of give like Jean Grey. They kind of give her like her part. Yeah, yeah. It was it was Jubilee. Jubilee was the young one. It's almost like you when in the cartoon you get to meet the X Men through Jubilee's eyes, really. Yeah. Um, and I was thought like that they should have definitely have done that more. Jubilee's got like in the comics, she's got like one of the maddest stories as well. She's a bit like um, uh, well she she goes through like she turns into a fucking vampire. She, yeah, she's she's like goes through quite a long time. Like it's a solid part of her like kind of character arc. That she's yeah, a vampire she... for years, uh, and she's like super powerful as well. Then yeah, that all gets taken away, and then she gets her original Jubilee powers back and stuff. She's a mad character, Jubilee. I watched um the dark no was it Dark Phoenix the last X Men movie. No. I've watched it a couple of times just because it's on uh on Disney now. It's fucking yeah, it's rubbish. They didn't even try. Uh, okay, it's nah, nah. You look a bit. You look. You're going a bit harsh on it, man. You're going a bit harsh on it. Well, I didn't. Yeah. Well, it's all right, but it's nothing like. I just think it was nothing special, and and the way like they had um, because that that she don't kill Mystique in the in the comics and all that yeah. stuff, does she? Like it's all it's all oh. like they're trying to do their own thing, and they just like it just wasn't very good, and then you know. I don't but know at that point, I didn't really give a shit if she killed Mystique at all. Like like. It, it just if Mystique had died in like say I don't know what was what was the uh, Days of Future Past yeah. that would have really meant something because it was a meaningful film mm. like that Dark Phoenix film or even even uh, what's it called is it Apocalypse the one before mm. yeah Apocalypse Dark mm. that was that a different was... film I quite like that like it wasn't brilliant but that was when they were on their downward spot but if she died in that that would have actually like properly meant something but in that film it was like okay cool the end of the films anyway, like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> mm. I thought, yeah, like, I was on my phone for a little bit of it. Like, I wasn't really paying that much attention to it. Mm. Um, but what I saw from it, I was like, did we do this already? It feels like, I feel like we've done this before. Um, 100%, the yeah. Last, the last um, X-Men trilogy kind of ended a similar way. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and why did it always, why did it always make Cyclops such a bitch, man? Like, <laughs> I want to see Cyclops, like, well, 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 I don't even remember who Cyclops was in this one. Cyclops is such a... Exactly. Like... But I, I, and I get why they're doing it, because when you watch the cartoon, you kind of go, ah, oh, like, he's just a little bit, like, he's just running after Rogue all the time, isn't it? He's just trying yeah, yeah. to, like, him and... But, but then again, even in the cartoon, he was, like, the main... He's, like, the leader. He's the yeah, leader, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't understand in this, he's just, like... 
Nah, they're not giving him his... Because in, in X-Men 1... In Gambit. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. In X-Men 1, yeah, and X-Men 2, Cyclops, he was quite a good... He, in the film, the, the films before... Yeah, he was, no, he was, he was still quite. Like, it was good, but in in X Men Three, I heard that because he was playing the part of uh, Lois Lane's new boyfriend in Superman Returns, they wrote him out of X Men Three. So when Jean Grey yeah. came out of the water as the Phoenix, he just yeah. blasted him straight away. Like <laughs> he was, like, oh, and it just yeah, killed him. There wasn't even like shit, there, there, it wasn't even a good death. Like it was a cutaway. Yeah, like, and then he just wasn't there anymore. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Don't do that to me, man. If you're gonna kill me, kill me right, man. Don't like, don't let me get killed by the woman I love. Like, mm, I mean, yeah. what I'm crying was, after all the time. That was one of the most obvious write-outs as well because they just didn't give him <laughs> anything at all. Like, yeah. he was depressed, and then all of a sudden he saw his, his wife Dead. he loved, yeah. and then he wasn't there anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. killed him. Like it was, yeah, it's complete rub. But he's always like Cyclops is always like in the films in both incarnations. He's just a dickhead. Like, well, he's like, like Mr. He's like the goody two shoes leader dude, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but see, you say that, yeah. But again, I just feel like the cartoons, they even though they're it's all exposition, yeah. It's all mm. oh, I'm gonna go. I I better be quiet so they don't hear me, even mm. though I'm talking really loud. Like mm. it's real. Like they they explain everything, but at the same yeah. time, when you look at the character development, and bearing in mind they have a, a really short time of doing it, they showed Cyclops as. I'm the leader of this shit mm. and I will make the tough calls as well because mm -hmm. um, what's his name? Uh, one of the X-Men dies in the first episode. In the first episode, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, the one who can sh um, change uh, yeah, shape. Yeah, shape or something, yeah. And he dies in the first episode and yeah. Cyclops is like, boy, it is what it is, isn't it, man? Fuck that guy. And Wolverine's the one like, nah, like, what are you saying? Like, I'm going back to get him. Mm. And so it shows you, he's like, nah, he's like, he's not a pussy. He's like... Nah, nah. He's a soldier. He actually says, is, is, these are orders, man. Like, mm. he's, this is what the orders are. Like, mm. if you don't you take it or whatever. But in the, in, the, in the films, for some reason, it's like, you're not, you don't, you're not giving that. You're not nah. giving him that. Because you're, what you're thinking, you're thinking, like, everyone loves Wolverine. Wolverine's the one everyone loves. Mm. That's cool. You can still have everyone loving Wolverine, but Wolverine's the rebel. Mm, and they yeah. try to make him a bit of a rebel, but he's still, like, he's still the second in command and it's like nah he's never supposed to be that he's supposed to be the one who comes and goes and you're and even where they kind of set up like he does come and go we never really see that we just see him come and yeah, we talk yeah. about him not being there but yeah yeah i think i think with with films like that it's a detriment to them having too many lead characters because you need you almost need like wolverine to to fill the entire story, which yeah. he did do, like or like he was in pretty much every single one, of, barring a couple of the actual X Men French uh, franchise, like across mm -hmm. both yeah. generations, wasn't he? Like yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so like he he was, he, and, he, and he has five, no, he has four solo films. I think Hugh Jackman did a good job though, but my friend doesn't like Hugh Jackman. He's no, like, Hugh oh, Jack Hugh Jackman's crap because he's too tall. He should he's should have oh, got a short guy to play tall. Wolverine. He's definitely too tall because okay. the thing about Wolverine is. Um, not, not that he ever really comes up unless you're a fucking proper nerd you don't really give yeah. a fuck he's well, a Wolverine's supposed to be the shortest X-Man he's four supposed to be like, yeah he's like 4 foot 11 5 yeah, foot 2 yeah, I've seen him out as well yeah, like like, yeah, yeah yeah he's, he's tiny he's really really yeah. short and that's his but, whole thing isn't it but yeah. as somebody who's like a Wolverine someone as a kid when I first saw Wolverine I was like oh my god this guy's got he's got adamantium claws he can't die he, he can't break him to me Knowing when he was knowing he was short, I was like, 
Nah, man. All right, fuck. fuck <laughs> so having a tool, like having him tall, to me, this, it, it it makes the character better in, in yeah, my yeah. eyes anyway. For uh, me, like when I when I used to read the X Men as a kid, <clears throat> I was all about Magneto. Like I yeah. was the biggest Magneto fan. Like he was like even because it's that like kind of anti-hero at the same time is like he's a baddie but he's also like kind of got good intentions at the same yeah, time yeah yeah see see up. see in the comic yeah right because i ain't read the comics yet, but like i remember in the in the film he comes from the nazi concentration camps and he? he's been put in auschwitz and that yeah yeah but in the comics is it that because in the cartoon nah. they change it and he's not i nah. don't think so in the in the but then again it depends in it because there are comics that go <clears throat> down that route but in the cartoon hey, you can answer this in in the cartoon it just yeah. says um, the army had attacked his like small town. So yeah, he was, yeah. He, so it's just like he's come from persecution. But yeah. I think them taking that and making it um, the Nazis coming to get him and making it Auschwitz. Yeah, I think that adds a lot of yeah to the character. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah, just, yeah, it yeah. kind of grounds it into more in into reality. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I've, I, it, yeah, man, I, I I think the the cartoons do a really good job of explaining the characters, and, he, and even as well, I was free. I was, I was thinking like back in those days, yeah, in that time, I guess in the eighties, when you had cartoons, you had to have a goodie and a baddie, mm. right? And in X Men, you do have a goodie and a baddie, but it's it's still set up in a really cool way where it's like I'm not really the baddie here. Mm. I'm just I'm I'm for myself. When I used to, when I used to record that Terry's, yeah. I used to spend a lot of my time reading that. That book. <laughs> yeah, I used to love that. <laughs> yeah, because the X Men, X Men's like um, did hold stand, on, did the creator and dangerous of all mutants. Magneto has been both the foremost enemy of the X Men and sometimes their ally. As yeah. a boy, he was imprisoned in a Nazi death camp in Auschwitz, Poland. Uh, sickness and malnutrition prevented Magneto's mutant powers from emerging. Uh, from emerging there in Auschwitz, uh, Magneto's families. Uh, punished, and he witnessed the in, uh, inhumanity of people can show to those who are considered different. So there you go, the official line, which is kind yeah. of in this one. But you're oh. right, Jen. I don't, I don't think in all his incarnations he's actually from uh, Auschwitz. No, oh. in the cartoon, like that's super fresh on my mind. So I watched it. Today. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Doubt, I, doubt so I, I thought they must have done that in the cartoon to not make it too disturbing for little kids. Could, or so. Yeah, I guess so. They could have done it that way. If it was yeah, like, I doubt they. I doubt they'd like include that in kids' <laughs> cartoon about him mm. being from Auschwitz. But I was thinking today, I was like, if I if I um, ever did my own cartoon characters, my own comic characters, one thing I would do is I would do individual, um, write individual stories for them from birth, right up before I even introduce them, because because that's yeah, the. Yeah. I feel like some of the the character development that Marvel um, writers do and DC as well, it's kind of genius, man. When you think about how far ahead you have to go and you're you're introduced to these characters as a, a fully formed human. Mm. Um, but then they all have really good backstories. And obviously sometimes sometimes they're going back and rewriting and adding things in. But I think that's what gives that's what it's all it's all like make-believe shit, yeah. But that's mm. what gives it the, the the shit that we like is because there's so many elements um involved in it. A hundred percent. Like the, the the deeper you can get into a character, the more invested you'll be in them. Yeah. It's Definitely. um. It's I, mad to I, at this now how like some of the major characters that we know now have got such small like kind of write ups in this. Yeah. 
I mean, obviously, like Wolverine's got four pages. <laughs> Fucking mad. I like She Hulk. The She Hulk cartoon, the She Hulk um, live action is coming soon as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Who's gonna play She Hulk? I can't remember. I don't know. They did names. cast it. I can't remember. Yeah, who it's all it was. cast already, man. But oh. um, they got their writers. I think it's already in production. But that's that's coming soon. So a, lot of, a lot of good stuff coming, man. I you watched the, me now, mate. Like I'm, I'm involved yeah, in this. He's in, he's in his book. So guys, you listening to the podcast? Don't expect to hear anything from Terry apart from pages. <laughs> it's what you got. You got pages turning from Terry, and you got AC on his squeaky chair. Uh, <laughs> don't don't say we don't give you the quality, man. I'll say we yeah, don't. I don't you know. need to put some, put some music over it on the anchor thing. That's why I've been doing mine and Terry's one. Have you, have you checked that one out? I haven't checked out yet, but no, I'm not checking it out, man. Down to your chair where you eating crisps. Yeah, yeah, yeah you might hear that, man. Well, you, AC, put, you put music under the whole thing. Yeah, AC and Terry's mad chat. We put some soothing, like I put soothing um, music <laughs> behind like I it. I said to you before, it actually does work to make it sound uh, a little less absolutely fucking mental. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like listeners of this podcast they want the 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 pure raw yeah unabridged unedited uncut raw yeah. version so you know yeah, no yeah. music no nothing you get the intro music the outro music that's all you get but it's mad though that the music goes on like for three hours or how long you got it it just plays in the background it's like some pianist playing like yeah, I, I, yeah. one one of them I had like all this um I don't know like was Rhodes keyboard sound or something like that in the background mm. and and it's all playing different melodies throughout the whole thing it doesn't yeah. like it, it's not noticeable where it repeats yeah. on a loop so yeah, it's mad yeah. how they've done it man even like the the other one had like a jazz pianist vibe so it's like we're we're talking in a fucking bar or something there's a jazz <laughs> pianist playing in the background there the whole way this it, i couldn't notice where it was repeated so it done it really well man on the anchor nah if you want if you want to hear music on this podcast you gotta pay your play your own music in the background yeah exactly um, check me out on check me out on spotify what you got coming out this week then Man, last week was was cold. Last week did really well. Um, I had a dud week the week before. Like, this really did shit. And this week kind of brought me back. Um, so we had a single called Mad One featuring Jams and Scotty Stacks from The Manor. The Manor, one of my favourite groups. Fucking love them. So it's sick to have him on a track. Um, and yeah, that did really well. This week, we've got uh, a track called what's the track called my brother featuring manga who's like if you know me my fucking favorite artist right now and been my favorite for a fucking while and also pavan as well orifice volgatron you've basically got two of the coldest lyricists in the entire uk on one track it's it's, it's nuts man it's nuts so i mean um, I, I i love i love pavan like i love his stuff um yeah. but manga is just Upper echelon for me. Yeah, man. Manga's the he's the blueprint of a lot of what I do. So yeah, yeah. It's kind of really cool to be able to get those people on as well. And when I was putting this album together um in 2019, like hollering at certain people and trying to get verses from them was tough. Mm. And Manga was one of those guys who was just like, Yeah, man, I'll do it. And, I, and but when because there's always like two levels. So there's a level when you ask them, you say, "Yo, can I, will you jump on a track?" And they'll say, they might say, "Yeah," they might say, "No," they might say, "Yeah," for two grand, three grand, or whatever. But then if they say, "Yeah," there's always a chance that they might not do it. So I had a lot of people that told me some big, big, big artists that were like, "Yeah, I'll do it," but they never did it. And you can't really be like, "Yo, where's that verse, man? Come on!" You kind of just got to just leave it. Like, all right, cool. Yeah. 
Um, but one day I was just sitting there, my my inbox pinged off, and I saw it. I was like, nah, the manga verse was there. Yeah. And it's cool as well because what's happened is with all the beats, we've gone over all of them and we've re we've reproduced and remastered. So they're just like they're 10 times better than what I sent them. So the beat I sent them originally, they're like, yeah, that's sick. But then what I'm sending them back, they're like, nah. Yeah, yeah. Shapes is just doing magic. Shapes is just, I, I sent him garbage and he just makes gold. Like I sent him <laughs> shit and he just rolls that in fucking glitter and just puts it in a fucking box. And it's just like, what the fuck? So they're hearing these songs. Um, Mad One was sick as well. Cause Mad One, he didn't even use the beat. The beat was done and he was just like, yeah, um, like in the nicest way, he was like, yeah, like, because of what we've done, we've done like some good stuff. This beat just isn't going to make, ain't going to cut it. Let me just do a whole nother beat. I was like, yeah, bro, do you. So he mm. came with another sick beat. I sent it to them, man. They were just like, wait, what? This is crazy. So yeah, that's what we've been doing. So it's been, it's been a really good, um, it's been a really good experience. I think mean, what this, this for me is probably turning out to be your most like kind of, conducive project like like everything feels right the imagery the guests the tracks mm. everything just feels like one whole like solidified project and i'm almost happy and you know that i really rate apathy is like a as a rapper i don't know if you were talking about getting on this project no nah, it was the one before yeah, yeah cool well I'm, I'm happy there's no one like that even though i think he's sick i'm really happy there's no one like that on this project this like one was this. a yeah. This one was a, a UK UK. It was so mainly it was it's grime garage. We might even sneak in another one because what's happened is when the album drops, it means that you would have heard all the songs because they were mm. all singles. But I might do another little sneaky one with another um, garage, another garage legend, um, just to because we've been talking about doing it and we're like, I'm like, maybe I should do an extra track just so that when you get the album, you got something else to go on there. Um, so you haven't. What was, that, what was that Gary's track that you that you did? The uh, who did you do it with? And the one that EZ played. Um, oh, was that Paris? Nah, I can't remember. You need to do another one like that, like a like another proper like kind of baseline one. Let me think. It might have been Paris, man. I think it was Paris. But yeah, I've, see, no, 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 no. It wasn't Paris. You did nah. it with another producer. Oh, it was like it was. Oh, the one you done with shapes. It was EZ's uh, 24-hour set that he did, like, last year. Maybe it was Move with Shapes. It might have been. Yeah, yeah. that Because that, I remember seeing it on, because uh, it was the biggest hype that EZ was doing that 24-hour set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. posted the thing, and he was, he was playing your tune. I was like, fucking yeah. hell, I got really hyped about it. You need to do another one like that, like a proper, like, kind of, I think, anyway, like a proper bass line. Yeah. <clears throat> like, taking a hook from your vocal and, like, kind of repeating it. Yeah. You just spitting some, like, hard bars over the top of it. Proper, like, hardcore bass line, rolling beats, one, three, five kind of style. Yeah. Well, we've got, we got some, we got a little bit of time now. So, the next album is already done, as far as, like, the main parts of it is, are done anyway. So, it kind of gives us a good, maybe, two months to really focus on what direction we want to go for the next yeah, yeah. Like the, the last two projects, um, and we'll just see how see how it all goes, man. See what how how things are received. That's the way I kind of go. I kind of play it by ear now. I'm like, mm -hmm. if people are feeling this, then I I can go more that way. Because I don't really care what genre I do now. I, don't, I I'm not really bothered. I'm just like I can do whatever genre. What, what genre are you lot feeling? Whatever genre you lot are feeling, then yo, let's do that, man. Country. I just want to have fun with it. Country. If country's the thing, I, I, I like that old time road tune. Oh my god, Lars X. I like that tune. 
Yeah, something like that, man. I like, I, I'm a bluegrass fan, so mm. the the soundtrack for um, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite soundtracks, like ever. I want to hear you do more Garage. Garage is coming. I got bare, like yeah. I got a lot of. I'm I'm guessing. Um, yeah, there's going to be a lot more Garage. There was going to be another Garage song on this one. A corrupt FM style Garage tune. I've like it's there, brother. I've got it. I've got yeah, one yeah. there, but I'm I'm just kind of like. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure it. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We're going to see, man, because I've got I've got some some corrupt FM links. I'm going to try and see if I can get these guys on something. Yeah, yeah. Because that would be cool for the next project, because the next project to Fuck get... Yeah. Like, a, like a... Like a... Nothing like that. 2021. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> that would be fucking sick. <laughs> that would be cold, man. That would be cold. And it, I feel like it's age appropriate as well. It is. It totally is. And I feel like I think that's why I'm, I'm kind of having more fun. But what I'm what I have noticed though is yeah, that stuff is is hit and miss in a way where if you're making music for the old heads, mm. it has to go down the right channels. Because if it doesn't and you're playing it to the kids, they just don't really get it and it just doesn't get the stream. So I learned the hard way with original. It's like that, it's like that scene in in people just do nothing when they it is, man. The uni party. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Lee? He's doing what? So they go to Craig's uni. And they're like grinders making all the kids in the common room listen to... <laughs> I think it's something like that, innit? It's like nothing it's their, like that. It's their video. He's like, yeah, it's check the video. The, new, the new video. And like, they're like, yeah, all right, mate, whatever. Not really into that. But I'm, I'm getting some good support, some good radio support. I haven't got the big three yet. I haven't got... I'm, I'm still trying to get... Um, Target Mr. Jam. I'm trying to get Mr. Jam, man. Mr. Jam listened to Paris and hit me back and was like, Yeah, man, it's a good track. And that was it. <laughs> as far as it went, man. Like, yeah, right. Play, I'm just like, damn, man. But I was like, at least he's listening and liking. And it means that I'm in, you know what I mean? He knows I exist. It means you're on the radar. It means you're you're like mm. kind of your name's in the hat. Yeah. So I'm just gonna just keep. Keep pushing on, man. Like I said, we got we got fifty. We're ten. We got forty three songs left to go, um, mm. and I only need one of them to hit. So it's all good, man. It's all good. I want you to do at least one, like like ragamuffin hip hop tune out of all of them. I've got well, one that got missed off is um one with a Bugsy, which is a ragamuffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that one got missed off this this project because I just felt like. It wasn't, it didn't fit with the vibe. Um, this project, Vision is really like a party, a party album. Yeah, yeah. And it's quite a, yeah, man, it's, it's just me having fun with it. And the, yeah, yeah. the track that we did was, it was more about the streets and the 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 life. And I was just like, nah, not for this project. For the next one, definitely. But it's, it's, that, it's, a, it's a grime dub type track. So it's a, mm. a reggae vibe. Nice. Ragamuffin, ragamuffin tune. But um, yeah, I think I think we might do a, a full ragamuffin dub album very you soon. You 100% should. At some point, you definitely should. Yeah, me and me and Tom Kawana, we've been talking about this for years, about doing a project, a full project together. Um, we got this one with Wordsmith coming out soon. Me, me, him and Wordsmith. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's actually, actually, um, Kawana's got a new album out with a whole bunch of us that I think it's either coming out or it's out. I don't know. Mm. Check it out, man. Yeah, I like Kawana stuff, man. 
Yeah, he's a musical musical genius, man. The stuff that he just did with Wordsmith is fucking sick as well. Is that album even out yet? I don't even know. I don't think it is. I've been hearing about it for fucking ever, but I don't yeah, think it's actually like, out yet. Words he put like um I loads of clips up a little while ago and everything yeah. that I heard on it sounded fucking amazing. It's sick, man. It's sick. It's it's cool hearing Wordsmith on on new sounding Music. Mm. You know what? It's really hard to make current music when you don't listen to current music, and it's really hard to to um, to move away from what you're used to to kind of bring a different vibe. Mm. Unless unless you're really focused on doing that, and I think because I spent so long trying to get out of the the box I was put in, I find it really easy to do modern music and just to do different different music. And I don't think Wordsmith has that same um, mindset. Lyrically, he can kill anything. Like yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And like put him on anything, and he's just like, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. So hearing him, him on like trap beats and um, drill beats and that kind of stuff is nuts, man. Which you, I mean, I don't know because I'm not a rapper, but it's it's got to be more important of your own self image of what you see yourself spitting on. Like mm. like if if he's happy doing like that kind of proto kind of boom bappy kind of stuff with caruana he fucking mm. kills it yeah next week he might fancy like you never know he might fancy doing a garage track or like a drum and bass track or something like that he's yeah. got the voice and the skill to be able to do it he's got the voice and the skill to be able to do anything yeah man i want him I, I want him to do more advert stuff as well i'm like bro you need to come over here man and do some yeah yeah like just the, the voiceover stuff because he's got a mad voice in it like yeah yeah definitely got a mad voice yeah. so i'm like you need to you need to come over here bro Get some of this, get some of this dough. Yeah, but yeah. That's the future, man. I'm trying to get everybody on this, like, TV, man. TV money, advert money. Like, there's a whole different world out there. It's, it's. I, I put up this um this post the other day and I was saying, I can't wait till I can pay people 10 grand a feature and 10 grand a beat. Like, mm. I'd love to be in that position. Just be like, yo, give me a beat. It's, it's, it's 10, man. Hold that. Yeah, yeah. And... It sounds super crazy if you live in the, the scene that we're in. But when you're talking about, that's what they do in the advert world every single day. Like for, for beats that don't even get used. Like for, mm-hmm. for adverts that don't even get used. Like 50 grand on a, on a demo budget. Like, you know what I mean? Crazy stuff. The, mon- the money's there, but we're just in like the wrong, we're in the wrong part of it, man. We're just not yeah, seeing yeah. the bits. There's plenty of money knocking about, man. You just have to know how to access it. Yeah, man. I think the the deeper I get into this, the more I see it. I'm just like, it is it is a bit mad. It's a bit mad at the end of the day, but it's not mad. It's it's something we should start getting used to. But but the thing is, I think all of us have come from a world where money is is always an issue. Like when mm. you like our budgets at any given time, some some of them may be higher than others at, at given parts of our career, but they never walk away from it. Money. Like, no. but you, you, you get to got a kind of glimpse every now and again, like that kind of walk away from it money. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can work out the, the, the best codes to be able to access that on like for, for like kind of ongoing and you fucking set, man. Cause what do you, right, okay. This is, this is, a, it's the question that I ask a lot of people. What is your minimum budget that you think you can make a decent run an album with so we've just seen we've just seen Getz do what Getz has done I have no idea how much Warner have given him mm. but it, it looks 
like a lot. Someone was saying the other day, like, oh, how comes um gets his album is getting such a so much of a bigger push than Chip's Chip's album did? And forgetting about the caliber of artists, we don't have to talk about that. But mm. yeah, Chip's an independent artist, man. That like, mm. Chip can only put in what he's gonna put in. Yeah, Whereas yeah. we know like when Warner feel like something is gonna work, they're gonna put a little bit in. I don't know how much a little bit is, but it's a lot littler a bit than it used to be, than it was even 10 years ago. I reckon I reckon 25, 25 to 40, 50 grand is what you could like taking away, taking away from recording and all that kind of stuff. Okay, this is this is marketing budget then. This is marketing budget. Okay. I'm not talking about recording or anything okay. like that. Um I reckon 25, 25 to 50 grand you could probably get in like what Chip has done. I uh, sorry, what uh what, what guest has done. done. Yeah. I can't believe the guest didn't get to number one, if I'm honest, because I haven't stopped seeing it. I bought the album. Yeah. The album was fucking 499. Yeah. Is that any good? Yeah, it's wicked. What, what I've heard is really good. Yeah, yeah. Um I've had a proper chance to like kind of I like I'm not the I really like Gets. I'm not the biggest Gets fan in the world, but I wanted to I bought it because I wanted to get in to get to number one. Yeah. Like and it's not it's not anything against Gets, it's just that like his voice isn't your cup the, of tea. In my cup of tea, yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I love him in like kind of his freestyles and stuff like that and like his videos and stuff. Um but that's just my personal preference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's a fucking quality artist. I can't believe how much I saw Gets over the last three weeks everywhere. Like, when you say, yeah, no, nah, he really did. Like they really, they they pushed out. So when you say 50 grand for a marketing budget, would that include videos as well? Uh, Yeah, because okay. I reckon that's what's realistic. Okay. Yeah, I reckon that's what's realistic. I reckon that his videos, you could probably do any of his videos for like five to 10 grand. Yeah. Uh, I reckon three videos off the album, say like anywhere between 15 and 20, 25 grand. Mm. And then the rest of that goes into marketing. Mm. Ah, man. See that? See, I could be very wrong though, but that's, nah, what, that's but, my estimation. Yeah, but to me that sounds right. That sounds, yeah, yeah. And, and from from what I'm seeing, I'm like, I can see how that would work. I can, I know how much videos cost at that level. Yeah, yeah. That, t- 10 grand for a video um, of what he's doing is pretty reasonable yeah yeah might even got it cheaper than that really um so i can see five to ten grand on the videos that i've been seeing and all like the kind of the content i've been seeing that's that's probably like paid for through the through the the marketing budget yeah i I reckon if they had someone on retainer to do that kind of stuff that's that's probably like between between three and three and six grand i reckon yeah yeah Cause, and you would feel you would feel cool with giving them giving a PR company that kind of money as well, like oh, giving yeah, ten yeah. to say, yeah, go on, do, do what you got to do. But you're not um, talking about any other, like any like kind of regular PR company here. You're talking about like uh, the PR company, like uh, oh fuck, what are they called? I'm trying to who did who actually did his. I'll find out later who actually did his PR. Yeah, yeah. You're you're talking about like kind of high end PR. You're talking about like. Uh, Fuck, I can't. We worked with a really fucking high end PR company for a little while to do like the some of the prodigy stuff. Yeah. Um, and I know what they spent, and it was around about that amount of okay. money. We we just did the underground DJs, and Same. it wasn't even the full prodigy thing. It was like uh, it was a maxim thing. Um, and he told me what they spent, and it was around about that price. Yeah. I reckon it was, it was um, Cyan Anderson, her her company. They yeah, did. I can't remember, but yeah. it wasn't that one, but it's, they're very, very, very similar to that. Yeah, man. 
I, I just, I just feel like, uh, give me, a, give me a budget, man. Someone give me a budget. Mm. Give me a budget. I'm gonna do something with it, man. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. I'm gonna do something with it. And I feel like, with a, okay, let's go minimum. Yeah, let's let's say we stick to that fifty grand, fifty grand on the on the marketing side of things, and give me another twenty on the recording side of things. Mm. Well, yeah, you know I mean, thirty maybe. Give me a hundred grand straight, hundred grand flat. Yeah. Mm. I just feel like you can make, not only can you make the best quality music, but you can give it that chance to get the push where it mm. needs to be. And then that changes everything, man. Mm. And, 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 it, and to me, when I'm, when I'm seeing what these, what, what's getting spent out there, hundred grand ain't even like, nah, it's, it's not, not even that. that. You know what I mean? It's not even, it's not even crazy money. Like a hundred grand nowadays is a development budget for, for like, an artist that they don't even know if they're going to fucking actually release in the end. Mm. Jeez. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's management companies spending that. That's not like record labels spending mm. that. The mm. record labels were recouping that from, from, I'm oh, sorry, the management companies are recouping that from all the, all the back end that's coming off like the record deal. Yeah. Do you reckon, do you reckon being in lockdown helped or hurt gets his um, rollout? I reckon it, it, it all helps at the moment. Like any anything with people where they're, I mean, if they if he'd done it earlier in 2020, I think it would have really, really helped because people are just stuck to their phones. People are stuck to their screens constantly. Like, streaming is down though. Streaming is down. So like, yeah, but at the same time, general awareness is probably up. I mean, if you if you're getting to number two mm. in the national charts, then. The stream is probably not down on, on what he's doing. Like, we might be seeing streaming down and, yeah. like, kind of across the board. I've talked to plenty of people and they said their stream is down. My um, streaming gone up. Yeah, some some people do. Yeah. I was checking, it's man. It, 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 it didn't... Where we are now, we're almost back to the peak we were last year. So yeah. we're kind of going... We're kind of quite steady. Um, but that's with no... That's with no playlist as well. So... Not doing, not doing too bad to be fair. Um, mm. But I'm, I'm kind of, I'm cheating the system because I've got my volumes a lot higher. So, like, I don't need to. Let, let's say, for instance, yeah, I get ten, I get ten streams a day on one song. But I'm not just putting out one song. I've got ten songs out now. So those, mm. those ten streams a day, and those one now is a hundred streams a day. So it's kind of working in my favor. Mm. The way I'm doing things. Um, the Harry Shot a track is my biggest track on Spotify for, for forever. It's killing it right now. Mm. Um, but at the same time, it's not killing it on Apple. Like Mug, yeah. you Mug, is killing it on Apple. So I don't know how mm. things work. It's, it's really weird, man. But yeah, man, it's interesting just kind of just seeing how, thing, how things go. Um, I'm trying I'm trying my best not to burn out this year because I, I can't afford to. So I'm trying to just like relax with it. And obviously people don't understand. Yeah, I got to do my singles, like my music, but I've also still got to do the advertising work. I still got to do my publishing deal work. So I had to do five songs for them um, last week when I was not in the mood to do any fucking music, but I had to bang out five songs pretending to be happy, which almost are you, killed me. Are you on a roll, uh, rolling contract with them then? Um, they, they, they yeah. You just, you just keep giving them stuff. Pretty much, man. So what were they using those songs for? I don't even... The ones where you're trying to be happy or whatever. They go to like... I don't... I've never heard them. I've never actually heard them. But what will happen is on the royalty... On the the royalty um, invoices, whatever they call it. What are they called? 
your um, statement. Yeah, you'll just see like random places, CBBs. Mm. You'll see some Greek film, like movies in different places. So what like, they're probably doing, like what most publishing companies do, is they'll have uh, like a library of music. So they'll get Jen to record a happy tune, a sad tune, a hype tune, or, or whatever, and then they'll release an album called. Uh, Happy Kids Hits, or they'll do like an album called uh, Cyber Funk Aggression or something yeah. like that. There'll be a robot on the front and there'll be 20 tracks on there that will kind of, the the music curators and pickers will go, yeah, we'll use that one. And they'll pull it off. They've already paid the royalty for it. They'll pull it off. And then Jen will see the back ends when it gets played somewhere in the world, wherever it is, whether that's fucking National Geographic or CBeebies. Yeah. And it's cool. It's, it's really cool in a way because it's like the last one I did, we're talking like we must be talking at least six, seven years ago. So I haven't done I haven't done one for time. Yeah. But I've been getting money from them every single year. And not like and more, yeah. like more money than I get from my 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 own normal um well, maybe not my sales, but more money than I'll get from like my normal royalties, and unless it's a film, unless it's a song that I've already licensed to someone mm-hmm. else. But for them, if you take those away, because I feel like they kind of they kind of uh they skew skew the stats because mm. if, if it's a licensed song, because it's getting played on, on big, big places, like you're getting Netflix money and shit. But if you take away that and just like my normal music money, the publishing deal kills that because you're getting- oh, yeah, 100%, it will every single time. Like I still see money off the back of my publishing deal and I did it 15 years ago. It's crazy. They're still, they're still, they're still licensing that music. Like yeah. I'll, I'll get my, I'll get my statement through and there'll be, Shit from Japan. There's always shit from Japan because we yeah. did stuff in Japan. But there'll be like, again, like National Geographic or the Cooking Channel, Scandinavian, or something Six. like that. And there'll be Six. bits and pieces like that. And there'll be like 300, 400 quid and a couple of them like on the same statement. You're like, okay, yeah, this this is actually yeah. why. This is yeah. this is doing pretty good. Um, but I mean, I've I've put together those kind of albums for publishers, like, a, yeah. like uh, curated the music and pulled them together. And it's an entirely like kind of hidden part of the scene. Mm. But as as you like kind of as time progresses, a lot of the like kind of producers in the breakbeat and drum and bass and stuff like that scene, they'll start releasing albums that sound like mad cinematic, and they'll get a commercial release. But they'll have like like a really cinematic cover, and it will sound like soundtrack music or whatever. Because the main purpose for that album is mm. for it's been signed by a publisher, and a, and then the publisher takes it off and pitches it, and that those, those pieces of music for slightly lower fees, but more more usage, yeah. will turn up in films all over the world, like a, a Greek horror or a Icelandic like kind of science fiction independent film mm. or something like that. And the money just keeps rolling in from it because these things are then licensed to fucking Netflix and Amazon and all that kind of stuff. And the money just comes in and you're sitting there and you're going, cool, like there's there's another 500 quid, there's another 200 quid, there's another... And that's what publishing is nowadays. It's nuts as well because when I, fit, when I did the first one, I think the first one we did, I think I did nine songs. And one of the things he said to me was like, um, yeah, like, you know how you write your bars? Like your bars are so good. He's like, don't do that. <laughs> He goes like, don't, don't write too good. He's like, I don't want it to sound like, don't use too much of your energy into this. And so he's, he wanted me to just say anything like I was freestyling, yeah, but like, yeah. because of the way I am, I can't mm-hmm. not write. Like it has to be good for me. Cause in my mind, yeah, I'm yeah. like, one day someone else is going to hear this and be like, wait, that's Jen. What, what, I mean, well, God. Jen, like, this is Elijah. A, yeah, B, C, like... to the D, E, F. 
<laughs> and obviously the beats are like nothing I would ever use. The beats yeah, are yeah, just yeah. like, it's like, yeah, yeah, you never hear me on those kind of beats. But like, I still got to come with like, you know what I mean? Some, some, yeah, some but your sick- bars on that big advert, I hear it like whatever, like when you post it, I've seen it on the TV. Your bars on that are pretty good. Yeah, but that's different. See, but that's, see, that's the hardest one as well. Cause that's what they're, they're going to go. Here's the music. And you're like, okay. And they go, right. Th- these are the lyrics. We want you to write these things in the lyrics. Yeah. So yeah. It's like, damn, I got, I got to like shoehorn this shit in, but I yeah, got to make yeah. it sound good. And I got to make it sound super. It can't be, Oh, what? It can't nah. be that Genesis. It has to be like happy. Like, so it is to me, that's a little bit harder because you're trying to maintain your authenticity. Yeah, because that's what is, they want. But yeah, that, the thing is, it didn't sound unauthentic. It just sounded like you just rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it just I, sounded I, like rapping. It sounded like good rapping. It wasn't like it wasn't like fucking hell. I know that bloke. <laughs> but again, <laughs> it's not that's a beat. Best, mate, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I got one sent to me. The funniest one. I got one sent to me by a, a massive company. Yeah, and so they sent. Uh, they sent the beat and the producer sent the lyrics. So the lyrics had been written by an exec. So they're like, this is the rap we want you to rap. So I'm like, what? I got a rap. And he's like, yeah. And he, then he sent me over him rapping the lyrics. And he's like, I'm really sorry, man. These are the worst, these are the worst lyrics ever. And it's like one of them ones was like, uh, we've been here for a year. Uh, there's no more cheer. Like, what the fuck are you talking? Like, it was really bad, yeah? And so I was like, I did it. Cause I was just like, well, if, if I want the job, this is what they want in it. So I did it. And then um, I sent back, cause what they, they don't want, they don't really care about the bars. They're just trying to hear my voice, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Might even get someone else to write the, the bars. So one of the, the biggest advert I've ever, I ever did was um, where I wrote the bars, but they still pitched it to bare people. They pitched it to, um, Oh, what's that guy, the Irish rapper? Sick, sick, sick. Rob. Um... Oh, Rob. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name. But yeah, it's Wicked Rapper. Yeah. So they pitched it. So he had to rap my bars because they were like, we want to hear the voice. Like, what voice are we going to mm-hmm. use? They had the guy from the guy from uh, Peaky Blinders. They got him to, to do it as well. So bare people did it. And in the end, mm-hmm. they were like, nah, we'll just let you do it. So then it's cool because then you get paid to write it and then you get paid to perform it as well. So mm-hmm. then your pay just doubles. So this one, it's, it's a case of, we just want you to perform. You're probably mm. not going to write. We'll get someone else to write it. But then what I did was like- You'll well, money in the performance though. Yeah, it's still sick. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it is what it is, isn't it, man? But but then what I did was I wrote a verse as well. So they literally gave me 15 minutes. It was like, it was quarter to four. He was like, we need to pitch this for four o'clock. Can you get it, can you get it done in 15 minutes? Mm. So, like, so I, I did his thing, his thing. And then I wrote my own verse, literally seven minutes, wrote my own verse, sent it back to him. I was like, this is what I would do. Like as a proper rapper, this is how a verse should sound. And he was like, fuck, that's sick. Okay, I'm sending that as well. So hopefully <laughs> that will just be like cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. like your voice and we like your bars. So will you get then, writing credit for that as well? Um, yeah, you get writing credit, but they it will it will always be a buyout. So yeah, yeah. Um, you're never gonna get you don't get royalties for it. You but you do no, get, but you get the P, like you'll get the PPL and the PRS off the back of it. Um it, it, it depends be. what it depends though. It depends. Some of them you don't. Some of them is a straight buyout. Yeah, no, it's a buyout. It's off the back of it. Nah, no, it's a buyout. No. Only the one, the one that I. So you still get a, no, I mean, I don't know how it works nowadays, but regardless, you're just not seeing any kind of like kind of uh, like back end royalty. But you should still get your writers and performers for it. 
Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not thinking, in your business, but you should still I'm, get them. I'm trying to think of, in what ones I've done because I know there's been times where I haven't got it. Um, mm. So the, the very, very first one I did for Magna's Irish Cider, they they buy your publishing. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still buy so, the publishing. But the thing is, it's, it's, those those things aren't necessarily intrinsically like kind of the reason that PRS, the reason that writers and performers mm. actually like kind of exist, that part exists over there because you can you can sell it, never see a royalty off it, never see any publishing off of it, never see anything off of it. But that that lives in a separate world. PPL and PRS live in a separate world. I'm trying to think, man. I don't. I, I, have, to, I have to double check. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, it may be different nowadays, but there, there may be some clause where they can actually collect off the back of that as well and claim themselves as the writers because they bought the right for it. Maybe. Um, yeah, but I mean, PPL, you should still see a PPL because that, that you can't you can't circumnavigate the system yeah. where if it's your voice on there and you're actually performing it, they can't take that mm. that royalty from you. Mm. I'll, do, I'll double check, man. I don't, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I don't, I don't, I don't check those... Um those statements enough for that mm. because and now, you know I'll tell you why because the money the upfront money is so big you're not even bothered it's like what's it mm. going to be what you're going to get off that so I guess that's, that's part of it when I did the Magnus the Magnus one they were like um, you're, because it's a Stone Roses song they don't allow you to change the lyrics of their songs no no, right? no. so they were that's, like that's a basic law we covers you, you're right. not allowed to like with that you can change the lyrics, but they have to pay for that. Like if they, it, like they can get it for free if you don't change any of the lyrics or the chord structure. Like so, you can you can cover whoever you want, whenever you want, as long as you don't change the lyrics or the chord structure. So I changed the lyrics, yeah. Mm. So they were like, your lyrics now belong to the Stone Roses. So the only way you can do that is if they they buy your they buy your publishing they and they own they own what you wrote. Yeah, yeah. So when I when I actually recorded it, um, I had lawyers there. So like I would I would spit my do my take. Then the lawyers would go back. They would talk to each other and they'd go, "Yeah, let's go here. Cool, cool, cool." Then I would take and then like so if I changed anything, they wanted to know like what the lyrics were. Like it was mad, and they, and the company were like, um, it was like some mad thing. They were like, "You can get the rights to it. You can you can buy the rights of your own lyrics if mm. you want, but it's seventy grand." So I was like, yeah, I was like, nah, you're cool, isn't it? Like, <laughs> can I have my money, please? But um, yeah, man, it's it's, yeah, it's a mad, it's a it's a proper mad world. It's a it's it's a mad world, and I think like when once people start doing it, yeah, yeah, and you kind of the first time you're doing it, you realize you're just like, raw, like you're talking about fucking we're in a fucking recession, and you are spending. I got this is a mad one. I got paid three hundred and fifty pounds to say three words once, <laughs> <laughs> and they paid my travel as well. <laughs> hey, I got I got pulled. Like, for a, there was a there was a Nike advert um, years ago, about about fifteen uh, seventeen years ago, and it was Ronaldo, I believe, like the original Ronaldo, in his house, and he had a ball. And he was basically doing all these tricks around the house, like and kind of doing that on top of the ball. And what they wanted, it was such a stupid idea. They wanted me to scratch, like to the ball's movement. So right. anytime he was doing it, and they were going to edit in yeah. these scratches, like around the ball's movement, it's fucking failed from the beginning. Like I, I did it, and I fucking killed it to be honest. But like because I was following, like I was following around the house, like doing like little cuts and like drag backs and stuff. Uh, and they paid me like three hundred quid for it. Never saw the light of day when it came <laughs> out. It was just a samba tune. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. People don't yeah. understand the demo. Like, the demo money is crazy. Yeah, the, the demo, demo money. Bro, I, I need to get into this, man. I need it's, to get into this voiceover shit. Bring me, Jeff, bring me in, Bring me in. I got man, we 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 got some stuff. Actually, I got a contract. I got signed actually this week. But yeah. we, got some, we got some stuff coming, man. But yeah, the demo money. That's what bugged me out when I first did it. Because I'd be like, they'd be like, oh, uh, yeah, here's a, a here's a grand for the first. So you'd be like, oh no, you say yeah. Will will you do this? And you're like, yeah, mm. cool. All right, can you send an invoice of five hundred pounds? You're like, what? Are they, what are they gonna take it? They done it, yeah? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's just for you saying yeah. Yeah. Like, right, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. Then, then you do it, you do it, you send it to them. Right, you send another invoice, another 500 pounds. We made a shit ton of uh, money. Like, I say a shit ton. It was probably about 700 quid at the time, which was a lot at the time, for submitting, uh, taking uh, a melody out of one of our tracks and submitting it to, I think it was Unilever, which was like all links, basically, body spray. Mm-hmm. It was a track from Big Time Pheromone. And we took one of the melodies out because it was a bit too close to something else. Um, we sent it to him and they sent us 700 quid, never got used. See, it's what it is, man. And they got, because yeah. you got, you got so many different um, agencies working as well. So they'll go mm. to different, you might have three different agencies all trying to get this same Audi advert. Mm. And they've all got a, a demo budget because like they're, they're going to pick the best one anyway. Mm-hmm. They got, they've got the Audi have a, have a marketing budget for this advert. It might be 10 million. They're going all around the world and, mm. go, and then they go to one agency, the agent, they say, Audi of this advert, they want a song. They'll send it out to everybody. So you'll see like everyone who's who's connected, everyone's doing, it's like a race to get this mm. song song done. Like on the production side of things, I it is su- I tried it once and it was just too stressful. I was just like- Too much. It's yeah, too and it's much. like- Yeah, Mark was doing the production, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, he was doing that. The, the level, yeah, he did the beat for the one that I did. Um, the last oh, okay, one yeah. I did. Like, yeah. the level of producers, like, that they're doing, again, like Terry said, it's like, they're like fucking Hans Zimmer. It's like yeah, cinematic yeah. music. And yeah. there's me with my little fucking boom, boom, <laughs> like, fuck off, mate. <laughs> like, yeah. not, well, you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know, Lex, uh, yeah. Lex. Lex does that because he's like a yeah. um, he does chords and stuff like he's a, like a, a proper proper musician. He just yeah. sits in the studio all day making music, ma- making trailer music. He does trailer stuff. Like, yeah. like stuff. Um, so he's making these albums constantly, 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 and then they'll get someone from I don't know the Fast and the Furious fours or Fast and Furious eighteen or whatever they're on now, and go right. Here's uh, Mama said knock you out by L Cool J. We want a refit of that. And we want strings behind it, and we want a big crescendo at the end where the car crashes. They will knock that out, send it over, but thirty other people around the world are doing it. Like he only has to hit twice yeah. a year. That's it, man. To make to make his wage, like he has to he has to do it twice a year. And once you realise that, it's like oh fuck, it, like the pressure's off a tiny yeah. little bit. It's fucking that- mad. That world is crazy, man. And the, the funniest thing as well is when you see a brief, yeah. So there was a brief that went round probably maybe four years ago or three years ago. And the brief was, we want a song that sounds like Kanye West, Black Skinheads. So everybody did these Kanye West, Black Skinhead type mm. beats. And literally, you'll hear it on adverts now. Like there's so many adverts that have that sound because yeah, yeah. they had so many beats, people making those beats for that. And I, I heard the one, I tried to make one of those. I didn't get, didn't get it, but I heard the guy who got it. And I was like, you... Like that is, it sounds like plagiarism. Like you're way too, you're way too close to that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really weird. Cause it's one of the ones where it's like, we want to use Kanye's song, 
But, but they can't. Yeah, yeah. But couldn't can they sue them anyway for doing no, that? No, because they have they literally so you'll send the beat and they'll have lawyers and their lawyers will go, Yeah, that is too close, change that. Yeah. That's yeah, too close. Yeah. They've got like, colleges there. Yeah, yeah so yeah, the song yeah, that yeah. I did, the song that I did for the um the last advert or the, what, a couple of adverts ago, um, the 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 reference was uh what's his name? Flowrider. Um mm-hmm. welcome to my house. Mm. Welcome to my house. Duh, duh, duh. Right, so because I said the words, um, what? No, but he don't say welcome to my house. He said something similar to that. They were like, "Yeah, now you can't say the same words." And I was like, "But it's not even that." But so, things. Let's say the song is "Welcome to my house," yeah. And I say, um, "Yeah, welcome to my crib." They'll go, "No, you can't use the word welcome to your crib." So you have to say, "Yeah, come to my crib," and you'll be like. But it doesn't rhyme anymore. They'll literally send your verse back, and none of the words will rhyme, and you'll be like, "Wait, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this?" And you got to try and figure a way. To, it's, it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's man. Bad. We but, did, we did one of them for. Uh, I'm fairly sure it's Black Skinheads as well, like for the NFL. Okay. Um, like, and I got a load of producers on it with my stupid little fucking uh, uh, publishing company, and all of them had a shot at it, and they all kind of sounded the same because that Black Skinheads is. Everywhere. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's everywhere, man. Because it's such a cinematic, like kind of like you see it on car adverts, you see it on fucking yep. like Spec Savers adverts. It's absolutely everywhere. The sound alike's all over the place. Um, but like you say, like I, I heard the actual guy that got it. Like I look, I went on YouTube and it sounded the fucking same as yeah. like, all, all my guys that did it. Rico did one. I'm sure I sent it to you as well. Like I sent it to loads of people. Maybe that might have been the one. That might have been. Yeah, that one might have actually been the one. Yeah, yeah. the NFL advert. I can't, um, I can't remember which one it was. I know there yeah, was. Yeah, but yeah. But yeah they, 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 there's like a, they find a sound and mm. all the advertising sets go, <laughs> like, and, and but Dr. Dre or, or like kind of Kanye West or Jay Z or whoever owns the rights to this is just never going to give it up. They're never nah. going to. Like it'll be like fucking 10 million if they wanted it. Like, and when they can get an in-house writer to do it for like 10 grand. Yeah. But like you said though, so one of the things, um, I think Sway did one, he did an EP, but it's, it's like, like you said, that the albums are done um, with the express, like they're done for licensing yeah, yeah. purposes. So we've been doing this thing, like these short EPs. I said, uh, they'll pay us like a little bit of money, um, upfront money to do these, do these EPs and then, once they're done, um, they own them. Mm. So you still get your royalties from them and everything. Um, but it's a split, but they're really done so that they can sell them, basically. Mm. So they're normally when I would do an EP, the theme would be whatever I want it to be. Mm. But what they do, they're like kind of having your mind the kind of music that will be like on an advert, fun, yeah, funky, yeah. boom, boom, boom. So yeah, if you, I think you can, you could probably find it online. Sway, literally, if, if you find Sway's last EP. I'm sure, yeah, because they said they, they end up selling them, like they end up yeah. selling them at retail anyway. Yeah. Like, there, there's loads of albums like that around. Let me see. Like, oh, I can't see on there. Yeah, but Sway's, Sway's, um, Sway's last, it, it was sick. There's some other guys, they were like, because they were like, oh, would you do it? And I was just like, uh, I don't know about this. And they were like, well, Sway did it. And I was like, wait, what? Sway did well, it? Well, yeah, and then I was like, it, but is it is it like some bullshit or something? And then was like, nah, like, check it out. And I listened to it and I was just like, man, me and Shapes, we're not that on the weekend. Like, it's nothing. So um, we 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 um we only stopped doing it because they the label, they lost their funding. But um they, they sacked a whole load of people, but. 
it, we're coming back and, and doing that soon. Yeah, but, it's, a, it's a it's a top like a turbulent world that one man, mm. really fucking turbulent world because all of a sudden there's just no fucking money in it. Yeah, but it's cool. Like, I think like if when there is money, it's cool. If they're oh no, on the on the record labeling because yeah, I know yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's plenty nah, of it's cool. It's, that, it's, that have the, changed their 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 like kind of structure to do like just purely do that now to pitch. The money's different because obviously yeah. it's their money and they haven't got the money yet. So I think they were they were they were going to give us like five grand. I think for they give mm. us like a grand for each song, and I was just going to like split it with shapes or whatever. So he does mm. the beats and I'll do the do the rapping, and then obviously they're they're looking to make their money when they when they push it through, man. Right, let's end the podcast. I want that bed. Let's end this shit. It's fucking, it's late as fuck. AC stopped talking. AC AC was the one who was like, fucking, yeah, I'm ready, man. Yeah, I'm ready. Because you were talking about stuff like, you were talking about this advert shit and I was just soaking it up in it. I I, I don't know about that world, innit? Now you know how I feel when you talk about about politics. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, man. What's everybody doing this week? Fuck all. I've told you all the shit I'm doing. Yeah, there you go. AC, what are you doing this week? Um, got to post some of these new hats off. Oh, I yeah, saw them. They're cold, man. Design. Yeah, yeah. Sick. Got to, got to post some of them off um, tomorrow. I might, sell, I might sell some of these, actually. I might put these up yeah. as well. They got, yeah, they got, got um, a good NWA vibe about them. The hat? Yeah. yeah. I like this, you know, like the White Sox logo, in it. Yeah, so yeah, I've done it yeah, kind yeah. of LA, like that, yeah. LA shit. Yeah, and then... Um, you are Mexican, aren't you? Uh, yeah, what? Yeah, I'm Mexican. Latino, yeah, Latino. <laughs> but then, then I've got to do... Um, what is it? I've got some tunes I've got to do. Uh, finish this hip hop remix to this liquid tune, drum and bass tune I've done. I record that. Record. Come on, hurry up. I need shit. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> got a few things to do, man. National DMB cypher, innit? I've got to record my verse for that. Nice. So, yeah, just a few, few things, man. So, yeah. yeah. Nice, man. Well, i got my, uh, I got my Terry Hooligan and friends uh, online festival coming up on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, man. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be wicked. Yeah, yeah. Got some banging talent from around the world, man. I'm really looking forward to that. Good causes as well. That's DKM, uh, DKMS, uh, blood cancer, um, like kind of blood cancer register. Got the UK Food Banks and the Cystic Fibrosis Trust as well. So it's good, man. It's going to be a good one, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so we'll make sure you check that out. If you listen to this, make sure you check that out on uh, on my Mixcloud, mixcloud.com forward slash Atomic Hooligan. Uh, and yeah, got my webinar tomorrow, my, my DJ Hub webinar. So big, big, yeah, big. go check that out as well. Go and join, go and, everybody's listening to this, even if you're not a DJ, go and join mydjhub.com. It's free and I talk loads of bollocks on there as well. See? Yeah. Not just, I mean, just get off, get off Pornhub and get on my DJ Hub. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they're comparable, to be honest. Yeah. They're frequented by a lot of middle-aged men. <laughs> <laughs> Full of cunts. <laughs> the crowd is the same, not the content. <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, shit! All right, cool, guys. Peace and love as always, man. We have been the How You Doing podcast, and we'll catch you up next week. It's our latest one ever. Yeah, it is our latest one ever, man. For real, for real. <laughs> Crazy, man. All right, Crazy. cool, man. Peace. Peace.